With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore. And tonight is a huge show for many reasons. But first, I want to say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay, yeah, yeah. But stressful week, but uh, comics were good, yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. Well. Well, I'll complain a little bit about Action One Thousand, but yeah. Well, okay. Well, there's a lot of good in there too. So. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of ugh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, okay. DCEU news. Yes, yeah, so much, so much stuff. Okay, I'm gonna try and get through all this in like five minutes. Um, Rock the Rock. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Okay, the biggest one is Steven Spielberg has signed um, to do Black Hawk. If y'all don't know yeah. who that is, um, yeah. if anybody is a fan of Birds of Prey, there is um, Linda Blake, I think her name is, and she is. Uh, the most famous Blackhawk. Blackhawks were invented in the 1940s. They were uh, World War II fighter squadron. Um, it was obviously to promote, you know, the, the Spitfire girls who were not only making arms, but flying fighter pilots as well. Um, and the, the Blackhawk squadron was, yeah, basically DC's uh, World War II squadron. Mm-hmm. And uh, I enjoy them. I've read their comics. I'm very excited for this movie uh, because I don't know. I I like you know fighter pilots and World War Two and all those sorts of things. And I want to see how more importantly the Black Hawks worked exclusively with the JSA. So right. I want to see that happen. I want to see them name drop. I want to see them uh, put it in there because I know Steven Spielberg always said he didn't want to do a superhero super movie, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Which is why he's never tackled. He's been offered before. He's never tackled Superman. He's never tackled Batman. He's never tackled any of the Marvel characters. Is because he says, you know, he doesn't. He wants to do about real life superheroes. But you can't ignore the fact that the Blackhawks did work with the JSA. So I think they might, you know, under a huge name banner, bomb drop the Steven Spielberg DC movie and just name drop the JSA in there somewhere. Um, it's a very Jeff Johns thing to do. Let me just say that. I can see his his interworkings there because I can see him name dropping the JSA in that movie. And then developing a GSA movie. Right. Maybe a good leap leap from it. It would be a very good leap from it because you have um, a big name attached to this, right? Right. 
So it, it would be a good way to name drop the JSA and then give them their own movie, especially since we have Shazam coming out and Shazam was originally part of the JSA. So there might what? be a few. Yeah, Shazam was, was in the JSA. No, he was yeah, he was for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah later years on, but there. originally he wasn't. No, not part of the original squad, but he was in there, right? They put him in there because he was so popular, right? Yeah. Wasn't he like, I mean, he was some other comic book company's creation that they absorbed. He was, yes. Uh, he was, I think it was Woos Comics, if no. I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. I know it wasn't um, Charlton, so... No, it wasn't, but I do know that they went under and DC bought them. And they bought they bought them mainly for Shazam. So right. and the and the Marvel family. Not that Marvel. The original Marvel family. Uh yeah. Because uh, Marvel so, per se, the title Marvel didn't come into the being being until the sixties, so Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the the company Marvel didn't exist. You know, they were they were something uh, else before peri- periodical something something something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ma- the Marvel family, Captain Marvel, you know, was originally DC. So, uh, but he was in the GSA, so they could do that. They could right. do that. And if you remember Jeff Johns' GSA run, they had right. Shazam in there because Shazam and one of my favorite uh, little romances there, they had a teenage romance of Shazam and Stargirl. So I'd like to see that on the big screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, because they're very cute. Yeah. So Warner um, Brother goes from Whedon to Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just forget about just, we, we just we, we'll, we'll put a pin in it. Okay, we won't forget. We just put a pin in it, yeah. Um, I have a long name. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. I, I don't forget, forget, but I just, like, I'm going to not remember this for a while because it hurts me. So, right. just put a pin in it there, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, more big news. Um, Gotham City Sirens, which was, there was a lot of speculation around this movie whether it's going to be a Harley Quinn movie, whether it's going to be a Harley Quinn and Joker movie, whether what the hell was going on there. There were so many rumors surrounding this. Margot Robbie came out and said she is executive producing this movie and she is a big Harley Quinn fan, so you know she's going to protect this this entity. She must have seen the, the crap that they put um, David Ayer through on Suicide Squad, where they had people come in and and fiddle with his movie. So she went around, she developed the script herself with her writer friends, and she went and found the director. um, And what they are basically doing is she she sort of hinted to this a, a while ago when she was doing interviews for one of her movies but she is going to now it's like official it's going to be a Gotham City Sirens which is Catwoman Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn mm-hmm. um, and then there's a few others as well but those are the main ones Oh, cool. versus, versus a sort of Birds of Prey 
So from last, the last week when we heard there was a Birds of Prey um, writer attached to the movie, she worked on the original Birds of Prey TV series, and although it didn't do well, um, it was it was a good it was a good well written series. It it kept comic book um, canon intact. You know she she was very um, what's the word respectful of the comics. Right. Right. So they're they're doing that. Gotham City Sirens meets Birds of Prey. Uh, again, excited for that movie because I'm a huge Barbara Gordon fan as Oracle. I hope they go that direction and do her as Oracle. I'm a big Catwoman fan in the Gotham City Sirens. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Bigger news, bigger news. Um, uh, Cinema, what's the guy's name? Cinema Junkie, what's his name? Uh, the film junkie, film junkie, not cinema junkie. I got the thing confused with the con. Um, film junkie pointed out that you know, with all these these announcements, right? Because this week was like uh, DC fandom was getting you know like a meal and a half. You know, we were like, <laughs> we we didn't order anything, but they start started serving us like these three course meals, and we we're like. We didn't order this, but okay, we'll eat it. Well, it's you Superman's know? 80th anniversary. Right, but everybody was asking. And literally, it was trending again. I love the way Man of Steel 2 just trends, but nothing gets announced about it. Right. Um, so people were asking all these announcements, where the hell is Man of Steel 2? Right. And I was like, listen, listen. I know it's his 80th anniversary, and I know they're not going to just put it in like Hollywood reporter or variety that we're doing Man of Steel 2, right? Right. They're going to do um, because They're going to do something big and splashy because they effed up royally with his return in right. Justice League, yep. right? So they need to do something huge. They need to do something big. They need to do something... To win over fans again, especially Superman fans. Um, well, he could release and the Zack Snyder thing. So. They could release the Zack Snyder thing. I think they might. I think it's coming sooner than we think because Zack Snyder was talking about meeting up with the boss. And, we don't know um, if that's Amada or Suchihara. We don't know which boss that is. I think if he met up with Suchihara, we would have we would have like seen something like Suchihara on the run or something like that, you know, in one of the newspapers. Suchihara arrested for like something. Suchihara being sued by Zack Snyder. Uh, we would have seen something like that. So I don't think he met up with Suchihara. I think he met up with somebody else, either Toby Emmerich or Emmerich, yeah. uh, Walter Hamada or whoever it is. I think he met up with one of those people. Um, uh, because he he was posting that he was looking at you know he was he's traveling he's like so I'm like okay is he looking for um and it just so okay. happened that he was yeah I don't I don't know if he was looking for like uh, locations or what but it just so happens nobody caught this except real real Superman fans me included um. 
on April 18th, he mm. was in Ohio. <gasps> and, I'm, and I'm like, huh. Oh, I know who comes from. I know who comes from. You I know who comes from me. Ohio. Listen, I didn't know when Ohio. Ohio's kind of big, you no, know. No, it's not that big. It's only six like, hours from one end to the other. It's not that big. Holly, Holly, go look for. I will track him down. I will find him. <laughs> he's probably go going Bond to Cleveland. On. If he needs a metropolis and he can't use Chicago, he's probably going to use Cleveland. I think maybe he was also going to the to the um Damn. library. Yeah, the mu- museum that you guys have there because. Yeah. Bendis went there and he said he suggested to everybody who's a who's a Superman fan right. that's where you go. Yeah. So um, I don't know what he was doing there, but then, you know, like the next couple of days he was already out of Ohio. He was yeah. in, in like New York and stuff. So I didn't want to just like message you. He's in Ohio. Go look for him. It's only been three or four hours. I mean, you know, if I yeah. shot up to Cleveland. And uh, yeah, I sh- maybe I should have said it to you. Um, but anyway, so nobody, nobody else picked that up, you know. I was like, huh, the man's in Ohio on Superman's birthday. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the, ap- apart from me stalking Zack Snyder, I also stalked everybody. Else. <laughs> Snyder made a pilgrimage. He did. Okay. He did. Um, I found it very, um, like you said, poet, like a pilgrimage. I found it yeah. very, um, like a religious experience that I was having, having there. Um, yeah. Apart from that, CinemaCon is happening this entire week. So it's happening from the twenty third of April to the twenty seventh. Right. It's an entire through, week. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's an entire week, and you showcase to, um, I guess, shareholders and media what your 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 coming slate is going to be. So, Marvels and Disney is obviously there in like full force um, because they got a big movie coming out, um, and they you know they're revealing their whole I don't know phase twenty thousand or whatever their their phase is. Uh, of of their movies, and uh, they're they're releasing all the the Star Wars slates from Disney and that sort of thing. Um, but I was so, so I was so happy to see on Tuesday, um, Warner Brothers is gonna have a big announcement on a big stage. Which Wonder is, what that is. Which is what Dave was referring to. Yep, yep. He's like. Yep. Superman deserves a big stage. It's his 80th anniversary. And it just so happens that, that CinemaCon is happening literally one week after his official date that he came out, right? right? Um, so I was like, you know, I knew something would happen in terms of Man of Steel after his 80th. After that oh. date, I knew something was going to be we'll announced. <laughs> yeah. I hope, because I'm a Superman fan, I'm hoping, I'm praying that, that it's, it's Man of Steel 2, that they, that they come on and they say, you know what, we have faith in Henry Cavill, we have faith in Zack Snyder, what he's developed, 
and this is what we're producing. Um, because Henry Cavill was all, you know, gung-ho about, you know, he's reading Rebirth, and he's so inspired by those comics. That's been a too. year or so ago, wasn't it? It was in, it was in, what was it? It was before Batman January. Superman. No, no, in January, when Rebirth oh. came out, when the, the, the whole Reborn and uh, the Oz effect and all that happened. Mm. He was he was posting about it on his Instagram. He said, you know, he's been talking to Dan Jurgens and um, it was when they went to Ace Comic Con and stuff, oh, okay. which was in December. So December, January, February, he was posting about all the Rebirth stuff. And, oh, he, right. you know, he... And he was talking about how much he loves Pete Tomasi and and uh, Patrick Gleason's run, and you know he he w- reached out to all these people and he got uh, artwork done by them because he he loves the the new storyline so much. Mm-hmm. And um, no, so I'm like, if they do rebirth, I'm happy with it because it's it's um it's what Superman fans like. About Superman, I mean, traditional Superman fans that right. come, like, from the 1970s right. of, you know, Christopher Reeve's, the thing. And it's also what we like, because if you look at what Dan Jurgens wrote, it's about Superman's internal battle that he's always fighting. He hears everything. Right. Who does he say first? You know, right. the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to do that, I'm happy with that, because it's a rebirth is a very balanced of old and new, and modernizing him and bringing him out into the world. And that's why it's successful in the comics. You know, it's selling well. Um, Action Comics 1000 has gone to a second printing. Yay. Yay. So has Superman 45. Wonderful. Nobody talked about that, but Superman 45 has gone to a a second printing because people uh, realize that it's, it's, you know, Pete Tomasi and Patrick Gleason's last book, and they went out and they bought it. Right in full force, and they supported him, them. So, um, yeah, uh, if they do rebirth in the movies, I'll be more than happy. Well, first we gotta right? get the announcement done. Yeah, first, first we gotta get the announcement done. Let's not jump the gun here, Thatcher. Let's start, you know, that already right. going on and on about rebirth, Superman, and I'm sitting there going, first we have to have an announcement. Yeah, first let's, you know, if if Warner Brothers has their head. Screwed on right. <laughs> Surely you jest. <laughs> if they Warner have to Brothers prove that. Is, I'm yes, sorry. they have to prove it. They have to prove that they know what they're doing. Right? Because <laughs> currently fans are kind of like, we don't trust you anymore. Right. Okay. Right. We so, can't trust them to do yeah. the right thing. Yeah, we can't, and it's sad, you know, we can't trust them to do the right thing, but we hope they are going to do the right thing. Um, Any other DCU so, news? Uh, well, the Aquaman team, the whole Aquaman team, uh, I saw on Jason Moore's Instagram is traveling somewhere, so I'm guessing they're traveling to CinemaCon to reveal something for Aquaman because um, I think they might get their first trailer out. When? Um, well, at Warner Brothers' uh, show thing, because they have like a half an hour slot there. 
Okay, uh, or so, a one-hour slot. So yeah. the big announcement on Tuesday <clears throat> could not could be just Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, and nothing about Superman. Well, I, th- I definitely think they're going to bring Steven Spielberg up because right that that's out. So they'll bring that right. They'll bring right. Shazam. They'll bring, awful- they're definitely yeah they're definitely bringing Aquaman. Um. Oh, they might bring the new god stuff. Um, so how are you going to wedge but, Superman in there? Uh, well, it's just in a half an hour. They got a plan? No, in a one hour, one hour slot. Oh, okay. They got to yeah. To show us they've got some kind of plan, they still need to tell us. You know, we're definitely we're bringing out a Batman movie because we don't know what's happening with that Batman movie. Um. It was supposed to come out next year. Ooh, what happened? Yeah, like know? Superman was to come out this year. Yeah, so they they need to 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 pull up their socks, right? They need to go and hire like uh, the Wonder PR team over there, and pull out a Batman and a Superman because nobody's gonna care about Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, uh, New Gods, Steven Spielberg, whatever. They're not gonna care about all that if you don't tell fans. There's a Superman and Batman plan that we have. Because, listen, I love Wonder Woman. I love Aquaman. I think they're going to do well. I, I, I liked what they're doing with Shazam. But if you don't tell fans we have a plan with Batman and Superman, nobody's going to trust them. Nobody. Right. Yeah, so they need to come out with, with the Batman and Superman plan and, and show us like something, like here's a team. You know, here's the director, whatever. Is Sutra Har going to be there, or who's going to be there? No, no, Tony Emmerich is going to be there. Last year, Suchahara was there, and all the other years, Suchahara was there. That was when he said, you know, we have a slate for an unnamed Superman, unnamed Batman movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Suchahara. Liar, liar, liar. Pants on fire. Uh, he's always. Be- I went back and I checked CinemaCon. He's always been there. He's not there this year. So. So did he crossing fingers. his contract? Do we know? Does anybody has anyone announced no. whether the he no. signed his contract nothing. or not? No, nothing. No announcements. Mm, nothing from the Hollywood Reporter. Mm-mm. No, nothing. After. <laughs> um. Okay. So the 24th, which is Tuesday, that's the day to check it out, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, any other DCEU news? Nope. But okay. we do have Smallville news. Okay, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> I have, well, it's kind of news. I went to the the place where, you know, if something gets damaged, they get to sell it. I got me mm-hmm. an Aquaman mother box thing for four bucks. Wow, wow. Good price. I went to the DVD store today to ask them when the new Star Wars movie is going to be out. Um, And they have a thing where they put the top 10 DVDs that are selling. Mm -hmm. Number 11 is uh, Justice League. It's getting beat by things like Paddington Bear. (laughs) Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which we didn't know came out until it came out and yeah. went off the screen. Well, right? Kenny Branagh was in that, wasn't he? And yep. a bunch of other yep. people. Yep. Yeah. I saw the yep. ad. 
Exactly. Nobody knew it was coming out until it came out and then it went off screen and we were like, uh, <laughs> can we go watch it? Oh, just wait for the DVD. Um, it's getting beat by Paul Ragnarok. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking for it because I knew it came out. Right. And I wanted to see how well it was doing. And I'm like, right, right, Paddington Bear. Wow, wow, wow. Paddington Okay, Justice League, yeah, yeah. Okay. The I other... just, yeah, I just I just like banging it down a, a notch or two. <laughs> so I watched, before the show, I watched Charles Marston and the Wonder Women. Which... I want to watch that movie. Oh, my gosh. It's not for children. Okay. And uh, I wasn't going to watch it in front of any kiddies. No, it's not for children. <laughs> and it's pretty much a mind, you know what, F. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Which leads us into our real-life Smallville news. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> okay. Blondie. I've called her this for years. I've got the blogs to prove it. Blondie was arrested on Friday. Shocker. Huh? I said I'm so shocked. Um, Allison Mack was arrested on Friday, and she had her arraignment in Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Now, behind the story, behind the scenes, we have gotten Mm -hmm. some intel. Ooh. Yes. That she's singing like a canary. I I knew she would. She she's a singer. Mm-hmm. No, well, she's not really a singer. She was told. No, no, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. You can see the the people who. So yeah. apparently, she is spouting about Hollywood, government, people, local and federal. When I say local, mm-hmm. I mean like local Hollywood people. Local New York people, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And federal. And so apparently she's a wealth of information. Like, she, you know, she has been, a, she was a child actor, right? So she yep. knows mm-hmm. stuff. Plus, you know, she's got that cruelty bent going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to watch Roulette again. Oh. <sighs> I was going to read my review of Roulette because I remember she tortured the hell out of Ollie in that episode. Yep. And then, yep. then what's her face? Brent Kelly, one of the producers, says, they had such chemistry. And I'm like, sadomasochistic chemistry? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got the news, but Allison Mack married... In air quotes, uh, Nikki Klein, who used to be in Battlestar Galactica, so because Nikki Klein's uh, visa, she had a work visa. She's a Canadian, so she mm-hmm. could stay in the United States. Allison married her. Okay, all right, one of those marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, they said she was going to be arrested next. Her boyfriend. The week before last, I think we talked about it last week, he he's arraigned without bail because he's a flight risk. 
because they already had to go have the Mexican cops chase him out of Mexico, and then they yep, got hold yep. of him. And- I heard about that. Yep. Yeah. So this goes beyond. Oh well, she branded people. No, there's a whole thing behind it. There's a whole. Yeah. She's up for sex trafficking, human trafficking, um, slavery, slavery. Yeah. Yep. You know, these are not light charges. Yeah, no, I uh, the one I read and I stopped reading because I was just like so upset. Um, it, it was that she had people in chains in like some dungeon somewhere, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Well, you know, we saw the pictures of the branding, which apparently yep. she started. And she has her own brand. Yep, she does. And they don't do it with a branding iron, you know, where you know you heat up the branding iron. No, they do it with a pencil, a heated. Ew. Yeah, so it's Ooh. like longer. Yeah, yeah, it's more prolonged pain. Yeah, Ooh, and they and film so it, and they have people hold them down, and then you know, and she's the one that started the. Um, well, tell me your dirt. Oh, we'll get dirt on you, and we'll hold it against you. Because that whole thing <sighs> with Nexum was, you face the, your darkest part. Okay, so, you know, if Allison was going through her darkest part, I think we definitely saw that in Smallville. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we say power? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can we say roulette? Yep. I mean, and you know, when she was cruel, she definitely was on it. She knew the inside outs of being cruel. So, mm-hmm. and, oh, how can you say that? You go back and, and here's the other thing. Blondie was always constantly trying to get me not to watch Smallville. And now... <laughs> He's really doing it. Because I'm saying, oh, God, there she is. All I can think about is her branding people and torturing them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what she did on the show, too. Without the branding, we don't know about that. But every time I'm like, Clark, she's got a branding iron. Leave her. Get away from <laughs> So, yeah. So now we know it's real. Now, now we know it's real. She's, now she's ruining Smallville for everybody. I saw some talk, it was like a couple of weeks ago, some of the peeps that all used to hang out at Divine Intervention, you know, the website, mm-hmm. and it was good to see those names again, uh, but they were saying like, can we cut her out of the DVDs, how do we do that? Yeah, just tell them to, to like not buy season one through season <laughs> Well, I think that, well, no, she was in, she was in nine. Oh yeah, but uh, she she was doing the whole Matrix thing. Remember, she 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 had like a program. I don't know, a virus. I mean, <laughs> I just watched Hostage because I knew she wasn't in that all that much, but still, and she was saying stuff. Even though I hurt you, Clark, I was protecting you, and I'm like, that's some twisted crap that she got from real life. Mhm. 
And I, you know, it makes me think twice about Kelly, whatever her last name was, the producer. Was she kind of? Because I know Kristen originally went there to. Yeah, and then she was like, uh, "You want to do what to me?" Well, she went for the self-help courses. Because you know, and and I remember it was season. It was between 2007 and 2008 that they started that, oh, they were asking their fans for money to help college women be empowered. Yeah. They were going to set up this business to empower college girls. And there were some people just jumping, you know, in with both feet. And I went, wait a minute, are these people business people? Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sitting I've watched these two, and I was like, there's no way they've got, you know, they're not known for their, you know, business sense, right? Especially, no. <laughs> especially Allison, you know, it's all about art. You know, we're finding that we're digging beneath the layer of veiled whatever, that evil will say, it's about art. It's mm-hmm. art. And no, it's not. It's freaking evil, okay? What you do to people is evil. Oh, it's for art. Nope. You know. and nope. so Don't lie to me. Yeah. The other thing about Spielberg, uh, you know, he's on the Me Too list, too. Oh, is he? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, Warner Brothers can claim a huge victory, Long as there are no kids in the movie, it'll probably be okay. He has done a lot of movies with kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Allison is, yeah, she's singing like a canary. Hopefully she's in protective custody, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, or you know, somewhere she's someplace safe because... If she spells everything she knows, there are some huge players out there that want her snuffed out. Mm-hmm. Yep. With Hollywood, the federal government, local government, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's like a string in a rug. You pull that one string, it starts to unravel. So who would have known? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, man. Well, we could have told you she was no good well, a few years you know, ago. The the peeps that I used to hang with, they um they were saying, Remember her fans said she was a saint and all this stuff and she was just so blah 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 and we're like I'm like, Yeah, I remember and I thought it was bullshit then. Mm. You know, she's like, Oh, it's art and I'm going to sing now because they told me I could sing. And she started to sing, and I went, don't give up your day job. You know, so, yeah, you know, you and I couldn't get away with half the crap she's gotten away with, so. Yep. Yeah, well, we don't have the connections, Holly. We don't have the connections. Well, and you know what? We weren't child actors either. No, yeah. Uh, we didn't get tossed into that cesspool. Nope. But yep. still, choices are made. She's, what, 35 now? 
Yep, yep. I yeah. think so. Something. I think you know when you go to yeah. take a, some kind of branding pen, to somebody's skin. I'm gonna put my initials on you. There's a choice to be made there. Do I do this <laughs> or don't I? Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's when I would. I would be like, excuse me, you want to do what? <laughs> I would have left a long time ago when they told me. You're my you slave. Have a slave. You have to weigh this much. You have to eat that much. You have to look this way. You have to look what that way. You have to give so much money to this cause. And I'd be like, excuse me, how are you empowering me if uh, you're making me sickly thin? Uh, <laughs> I have to look a certain way. I have to give you so much money to belong to this club um yeah and why would but, you, why would you ever i mean you know i mean unless their family life was shit before then or whatever they couldn't go back to their family or their family during their child acting years said oh you got to do it you know it's for the business i mean i know that there's a lot of people out there that want to push you once you uh, money entices people right oh yeah and uh and unfortunately it's you know it's the root of of all evil um because it's it's it can be good it can help but at the same time all things that have the power to do good also have the power to do evil and it's the choices that people make right and some people, especially child actors, I've heard the horror stories, how they're forced in to do things. It's why so many of them don't survive in Hollywood. Right. They turn to drugs and, and more, you know, worse things. Um, so on the one side, you don't fault the children. But, you know, it, 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 it's just a cesspool of evil, yeah. Yeah, we're finding people put their own children in this plight. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder, what, why would you do that to your own child? You do, yeah. And you you find out some people will do anything for, for money. For fame or... For well, fame, for works. money. Well, yeah. That's how, yeah. you work. That's how it works. Well, then don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, but anyway. Okay, so we've got Wendy Sue in the chat room. Hi, Wendy Sue. Hello, Wendy Sue. We're talking about the evil, the evil yeah. in, in Allison Mack. Yes, yes. <laughs> Allison is disgusting. No wonder I despise Chloe. Laugh out loud. True, true that. We we always knew we we didn't like Chloe. <laughs> Now we know why. <laughs> now we know why. Well, and I, you know. I didn't like that like Chloe was, was trying to, I didn't like that Chloe was trying to, to, to be Lois. Let's put it that way. That's where she rubbed me off the wrong way. Right. And her fans are like, well, she didn't try to steal Lois as a Denny. What do you mean she didn't try? She did. She did try and she failed. She did try. <laughs> She did. She went and turned in a story and said she was Lois Lane. That's not trying. She did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yay. 
Oh, good times in Smallville. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, when I watch clips, I make sure that she's not in them. And, you know, I've got, yeah. I've got all the seasons I, on separate box sets. Then I get the big giant box set, and I'm like, I didn't want to pay for her. Yeah, you see, I was smart. I waited for the entire thing to be over, and then I went and bought my DVDs. <laughs> and I was like, well, I want this season. I want the, No, I don't want number three. Take that back. Give me four. I don't got Lois. bought seven. Yeah, no, I was like, take this back. You can take seven back, but I'll take. And then they broke it up into, I don't know if, you, if you, they did this in the U.S., they broke it up into um, like three parts, so you could get the beginning, the middle, and the end of the season. And so I was just like, "Give me the last one with Apocalypse on it." Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. But I don't. I don't stuff. own. Yeah, I don't own season seven. I do. I haven't. I haven't watched season seven. I made a video. If somebody. Yeah. If somebody talks about season seven, I'll be like, if it's not apocalypse, I don't know what you're talking about. Because I, d- I read the forums, I saw people having mental breakdowns, and I was like, no, <laughs> thank you. Who? Yeah. Um. Okay. There's no, a yeah. quiz. I, yeah. Here's a quiz. Yeah. What are the two worst episodes of Smallville? Ones that people will just, never watch it ever. Just two. Um. Power. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I still haven't watched Power. Um, Bride. I hate Bride. <laughs> what about Requiem? Is that, I didn't watch Requiem. Okay. I think. Those are the two. Yeah. Power and Requiem. Allison directed Power. <laughs> I know she directed Power. And I, I saw... You see, that's why I was so grateful. I was six months behind on Smallville. Because I would go out to the fan. Fan forums and I'd be like, "How bad is it?" Because <laughs> it got bad. It got real, real bad. Right. Um, yes, yes, Wendy Sue. That was those two were the last two episodes of the Lana arc in season eight. Yes, yes, it was. Lois those was were gone the last two. For what? Yes, Lois five episodes. Yeah, she just disappeared and then she comes back into Metropolis on one rainy day. Clark forgot to pick her up at the at the airport, and I was like, "Ugh, this is how they bring her back." Yeah. You know? After all that crap, well, I read the the synopsis synopsis synopsis, um, and I was like, "I'm not watching Requiem. I'm not watching Power, which is the one where they break the bed. I don't watch that one." Uh, I was like, "Ugh, they have sex. Why? Well, Why?" And um, Allison, who doesn't watch television, you know, unless she goes into Hulu or something. Or she watched Mad Men, but I think it was a box set by the time she watched it. Uh, she mm-hmm. didn't watch the show. She didn't oh, watch any okay. comics. And so she's the one that had Clark and Lana on top of the Daily Planet smooching. Yeah. Yeah, I um the only place I ever saw that was Tumblr GIF and when they did a, a flashback in the in the comics uh to when Lana kissed him and, and poisoned him. 
and well, killing him with the kryptonite kiss, the kiss of death. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was the only time I found out about that. I was like, what? Well, and then they had um, like behind the scenes or something, and they had a scene where, and I remember the moment in the show where he's. Clark is talking to Chloe on the phone, I think. Or maybe he is talking to her, but... Yeah, maybe he is talking to her in person on the street. Mm -hmm. And he had been so strong in season eight, you know. He had been the guy. He would have been our guy. Yeah, Clark, let's go, baby. Mm -hmm. And that's the episode where in one... A few lines of dialogue, he went back to being, you know, season two and... Bitchcock, that one. And Allison is directing him while while he's facing her, you know, and she keeps saying, oh, no, you have to be more downplay it. You have to be more despondent. And I'm like, we just got him built up and you're bringing him down. And Tommy is, like, going through all his, you know, moving his head back and forth and trying to get, you know, Despondent. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't enjoying himself. Let's put it that way. And you could tell that whole episode. You could have put a cardboard uh, thing of Tom up, because that's how much interaction he had in that episode. It was all about female empowerment. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, People forget that Tom Welling is a huge Superman fan. How is he a Superman fan? Sorry? How is Tom Welling a huge Superman fan? No, he he's a he's a he's a huge fan of the what the character uh brings to the message that the character brings across because when you hear him talk about it, he doesn't he doesn't he may not okay, he may not walk around in a Superman shirt and stuff. Right, like Henry Cavill. Well, he never wanted the tights. He never wanted this. He just wanted to play Clark. But that's the important part. Well, I I understand that. But, you know, whenever someone says, oh, you were Superman, it's not Clark. So that doesn't make him a huge Superman fan. No, no. What I'm talking about is, okay, let me rephrase it, is he's respectful of the S. Okay. Right. And... Which is which is more than I can say about some people who have have won the the tights and the cape, you know. Um, you talking Supergirl stuff? Yeah, I'm talking about that Supergirl. That dude. guy, so, so, Superboy. Shorty? Superboy, that one. Shorty. Yeah. Shorty, shorty, shorty. Yeah, that one. He has to wear high heels. Yes, the first Superman ever in history who had to wear high heels. Oh, it's Jimmy and Olsen he, is over six feet. Yes, Jimmy also is six foot two. And Superman is five foot something, and I'm like, excuse me. How's the anyway, apple crate handling you? Anyway, he wanted to get Clark to be the guy, if you know what I mean. Okay. He, he didn't want to, Tom Willing. He didn't okay. want to play the 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 guy right. who's bald in a, in in Lana right. Lang's bag, right? Right. He he didn't want to play that guy. He wanted to play. The guy that everybody likes, right? Um, the guy that Lois Lane falls in love with, right? Right. 
he wanted to play that guy. And every time I hear anything about Requiem or Power, all I hear is how Tom Willing hated it. The, the and how he he looked behind the scenes, like you said, a cardboard cutout. Uh, you're not the first person to tell me that they could have had, you know, CGI Tom there or something, and it would have been taken okay. A they didn't even need him on set. <laughs> That's somebody he said that. Taken a big I'm, nap. <laughs> he could have gone to the toilet like Lois. <laughs> yeah. First Lois. That was in the comic. Yeah. He went to the bathroom and never was seen for what, five weeks? Five weeks, yes. We're like, really? We're like, where'd Lois go? So between Allison and Sam Jones, you wonder what the hell was going on that set. True. And get this. At one point they had somebody in the crew who was a uh, either a rapist or sexual assaultist or a molester. Or oh, my goodness. Oh yeah, my goodness. On, on the set. And I'm like, oh, please. And then, okay, and here's the other thing. Alice, you know, mm-hmm. Tom Welling did Michael Rosenbaum's show inside of Tom Welling, you know. Mm-hmm. And Allison made this big announcement when she was in India that she was going to be on Michael Rosenbaum's show around Thanksgiving. Okay. Mhm. Well, guess what? That got canceled because you ain't. There's no. That's nowhere to be found. Mhm. I don't think it was even done because that's about the time those pictures came out. Yeah, she's probably in India going and finding some slave people. Who knows? Not the possibility. Yeah, I tell you, people from the Western world don't go to India for just one thing. Yeah, remember Go when Hillary Clinton walked down the damn steps? Yeah, what was she there for? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. So get your seatbelts on, people. It's going to be a bumpy ride for people who don't know. So, comics. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. So Some get, positive stuff. <laughs> we're going to put Mr. Miracle on hold till next week. We we didn't read Mr. Miracle. Oh, but it's good. Um, uh, how do you know if you didn't read it? <laughs> I saw bits and pieces, and you know Tom King's okay. right. Okay, can't be bad. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll give we'll give him. And there's a baby in it. There's a baby in it. There's Big Bada and there's Mr. Miracle. Can't be that bad. <laughs> right. So they're knocking down. They're knocking down the wall. They're knocking down the wall. They're extending the house. We got a mm-hmm. Batman. Do we want to talk about Batman 45? Um, there's no Selena. No Selena. Booster Gold. For some reason, Booster is changing time for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awful. Yeah. I told Holly that, um, what's his face? Tony Daniels jumped onto this book, right, because his book isn't doing well. Oh, no, his book got cancelled. Oh, poor baby. Was that desperate? Um, all his books get cancelled because he only does one thing, and it's violence. Um, and no matter how many times you bring one woman into your book, Tony Daniel, I don't care how well you draw her, 
Nobody's going to buy the book. So let's count how many books have been canceled. Um, Deathstroke. The damage. Devastator something. I don't know. Can you see a, a pattern here with all the names? Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, you shouldn't badmouth Chloe so much, Tony Daniels. So there's supposed to be another issue. I think 46 is also about booster goals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm bored. There's Talia, but there's no Selena. Hmm? Oh, crap. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Sexy <laughs> Talia. Mm. Super Sun! Yeah, so, I don't know what's going on with Batman there. Booster better not F up anything. Did you read Super Sun? Uh, I glanced at it. I know Amazo is back. Oh, that's right. The Amazo kid is back. Kid Amazo, excuse yes. me. Yes, that that dude. Um. And um, what they they've got like an Ocean Master son. And I know um, Cyborg is in it. Um. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on. What's the plot? Do we know the plot? Uh, Kid Amazo has kidnapped the Justice League and he has somehow managed to create a suit where he doesn't have to physically... You know, Amazo has to be around the, the, the Metsu humans for him to um, copy their powers, right? Uh, And he cannot save it to, like, a file or anything. So he has to, when the Justice League is in town and he comes and then he's like, oh, Superman, I take your flight, you know, that sort of thing. But so now what he's done, Kid Amazo, is he's created the suit. We don't know how and from where and from who. But he can siphon off the Justice League's powers remotely. So he has them captured. Uh, He has Batman. I don't know what he's doing with Batman because... Traditionally, Amazo couldn't copy Batman. Uh, that was the whole thing. They created Amazo. Uh, Damien's dad. Yeah, I suppose so. The, the whole thing was with the creation of Amazo was to give Batman a purpose on the Justice League to show people that's how that's how Amazo was created uh, to show people. You know, Batman may not have superpowers. That's not necessarily a bad thing. He deserves his place on the Justice League because of his super-duper brain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why he captured Batman, but we have uh, the Trinity strung up in like a sacrificial way. Blondie must be involved with it. Uh, <laughs> is a, a Blondie in John's life. I'm just telling you, John, be careful of Cappy. Careful yeah. of her. So, yeah, they got the Trinity strung up and he's siphoning powers off the Trinity. Uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, also the Flash. Oh, yeah, I forgot the Flash. Oh, oops. It zoomed in, sorry. It zoomed in on them and it cut off the Flash. <laughs> yeah, but funny. The Flash is very important. It can be. Okay, Superman. Dude can change time. Dude can change time, oh, yeah. so he's very important. Yeah, Yeah. remember Flashpoint. 
not necessarily remember the good one, Crisis on Infinite Earth. There we go. Yeah, well, I have to turn a lot of pages before I find a panel of Clark. Okay, Superman number 45. This is Gleason and Tomasi's last Superman, right? Uh, their last Superman, but they do have a special coming out, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I, got... I liked it a lot. Okay, so they're selling their house in Hamilton. Lois mm-hmm. wants to take the mailbox. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know this was illegal. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Well, actually, it's not illegal. You're not supposed to tamper with a mailbox because it's supposedly federal property, even though you bought it and put it up. Yeah, so she's just taking it. But she, like, she I put don't it care. up and everything, she could take it. I'm sorry. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> Clark's like, uh, isn't that illegal? And I'm like, why is it illegal? <laughs> it's just, yeah. Because it's, like, it's not illegal. You know, yeah, you, all right. you know, do you ha- I don't know if you have it in, in your country, but we have people who come along and whack the hell out of mailbox. No. What? Yeah. Why? Because they're okay. idiots. And that's illegal. Uh, that's yeah. because mailboxes are federal property. Even though you put them no. up. Even though you have to pay um, for them and dig the hole and put the post in and all that bullshit. No. It's you don't have that. Yeah. But the post office isn't owned by the feds anymore, but I think Trump is looking into He's going to make them profitable again. <laughs> That's, can you tell Can you tell him to come sort our post office out? Why do you that it? Because they're like... Well, we're trying to get our yeah. shit together. And, you know, if we get some of our... <laughs> you know, if we get some of that deep state crap that's been there for, like, a century or more out, then that's going to help the rest of the world, too, because that's all intertwined. Like I said before, you pull one thread on a rug and... Everything else unraveled. Yeah, there's more yeah. unraveling. So, yeah, okay. I don't know why people smash out mailboxes. That I've never seen that happen here. No. Ever. One night I was sitting here and I heard them banging on the neighbors. Mine That's is yeah. so. Yeah, okay. They need it's a thing. entertainment. They need like, entertainment you know, in their life. Like pushing cows over and shit like that. No, I, I don't. Tipping cows, I had to Google what that is <laughs> when I read it in the happen. Superman comic. So many things I had to Google what I it know. is because I read How's it in the Superman comic. I know. I was like, wait, Clark, why is it illegal for Lois to take her mailbox? It's not illegal here. What are you talking about, right. Superman? And I'm like, right. oh, it's illegal. Well, it's okay. like, you know, I mean, I assume you have like post offices and you have the little locked windows to your box mm-hmm. yeah you're not allowed to tamper with those i mean you can open no, them yeah. inside of it stuff like that but if you tamper with them illegal yeah yeah uh, yeah but nobody nobody tampers with mail <laughs> people okay we're, we're still the, the the kind of people that oh they put the letter in the wrong box yeah, let me take it to the post oh, office that's what I, and well, I tell them. It, well, I don't even take them to the post office. I just put it back in my box or have it hanging out of my box. So the next day they come, they go, oh, yeah, gave it to the wrong people. Yeah. I yeah. have delivered a package that was delivered to my house to the neighbor down the street. 
Yeah, no, uh, we're like, because we're the people that stay at home, everybody gets stuff delivered. Right. So we're like, okay, we'll collect it for them. Well, I, yeah, I have had anyway. people tell, tell you know, hey, I'm having a, hey, I'm having we a delivery. Got, Can you, uh, will you accept it yeah. for me? I'm like, sure. Yeah, we got a, got into a conversation on mail. So anyway, anyway, so, um, Clark and John get all the stuff out of the house while Lois is cleaning. Mm-hmm. I'm Lois. sure some people, I'm sure some people had a problem with that. Why is Lois mopping the floor? Oh, well. Because Clark's taking out the pool table. Well, yeah. At least they have a pool table. And there's a ladybug in this. Now, I don't know if it's that Asian beetle thing that we've got over here that's an invasive species or if that's a real ladybug. But anyway. I wonder, And it's really kind of prominent. I'm sitting there going, what does that mean? So, mm-hmm. um... So Lois, so they're going to leave, and, you know, they're not all that happy about leaving because they had such a great time there, and, you know, John's a little upset. So <laughs> this can't be good. Clark gives Jonathan a plant that Swamp Thing gave him to grow. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to take it over to Kathy's to have her watch. Mm-hmm. That'll be nice, I'm sure. At least she doesn't have to oil the flower. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. She just has to put normal water on it. So. Yeah. So they're wondering if Maya and Kathy's portals and probes have found any sign of Boyzaro's home because kind of went in a black hole there. Yeah, they exploded. They're looking for a, for another world that he can go and live on. Something that that's hospitable to them, um, because the the bizarro world is. <laughs> so they're going out to the field and enjoying, you know, the time they used to spend there and stuff like that. Um, and of course, there's the cross by the tree where Goldie died. Yep. yep, poor cat. Which, which um, Dan Jurgens didn't even know about. No, yeah, Dan Jurgens was like, what? The cat died? <laughs> I just got told about the cat. The cat died? And they look at the engraving of the tree with Jonathan Kent and Kathy, whatever her last name is, and the big giant F shape. Yes, I, I, I came up with a name book. <laughs> I'm I sure you did. To, I'm sorry, I'm don't trust her. I was like, oh, it's a right. bee. Wow, that's so convenient. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so Clark is throwing, like, seeds or something in the air, and Jonathan's blasting him with his heat vision. Stones. Stones. Okay. Um, so they quote Robert Frost, nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves, a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. 
So I'm not sure that is the most hopeful thing I've ever heard. No. Unless they're talking about booster gold. Uh, unless they're talking about booster gold. <laughs> so, and even Lolo's crying after she mops the floor because she knows that's their last day in the house. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, Jonathan takes down his uh, planet out of his room. Yep. And Flash shows up to help him move. move. <laughs> because the movers got, they couldn't come. They got. Yeah, the movers are stuck in Metropolis because Batman's running Justice League drills. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's why so, Clark had the day off. Yes. So he comes in to help Lois move all the stuff. And so each he goes through each box, and she's like, kitchen, bathroom, storage unit, dining room, <laughs> living room. Yep, that was cool. Mm-hmm. So then they go to the Hamilton County Fair. They have that fair all the time. They do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> usually you only have, like, a county fair one week, max two weeks, but usually one. State fairs are usually yeah, we- two. We normally had our fair, you know, um, we didn't call it a county fair, but we called it the, the you know, the fair. It's like a weekend. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you know. Ours is a whole week. Yeah. They set up on a Saturday and then it goes through to the next Saturday. So. Yeah. I suppose this is like a year later. Right, and it's a yearly thing. Well, this thing, I mean, they've had it, what, every other month? I don't know. Maybe they like having fears. I don't know. So they went to the Hamilton County Fair. Again. (laughs) So they waited in line. Um, Clerk thinks, I was surprised at so many familiar faces stopping to say hi, to wish us luck in Metropolis. It's hard to say goodbye, but it's a great feeling knowing we have been a part of something special here. But like you taught me, life goes on to make way for new memories. So, um, so Clark says three, please, for the ticket, and and they say some things never do. Meaning, um, let's see. But like you taught me, life goes on to make way for new memories. Some things never... Oh, wait a minute. Some, some things, things change. Some, some things, things never, never do. do. Yeah. Just some, yeah, they're talking about the couple that was at the fair, the, uh, the, the, the handing the tickets out. Well, not handing. Uh, handling the tickets. Yeah. Um, They were dating, and then now they're engaged. And then right. some things never do is... Jonathan says the exact same line from the last book. Can we ride all the rides and eat all the food? <laughs> so, and some things don't turn out quite how we planned. And so Kathy shows up with her bird on her arm. Mm-hmm. And um, it says, friendships grow 
and everyone finds a home. Yeah, including that, you know, the spooky cow. Yeah, the the cow that is possessed by Manchester Black. Yeah, the one with that gave the organic milk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even Did you check that thing's udders? Did you think you check that thing's udders? That there's some hormones involved there. Yeah. Says how many udders does that thing have? That's what I'm telling you. And they're not asymmetrical either. No. There's like one, what two. What city flicker drew that one? There's like one, two, three, four, six, six. There's five, unless he's got one in his other hand, and that makes sense. Yeah, he's got he's got two in his hand, two right. in the front, and two on the, the side. Right. I've never Those seen that. on the other side. I don't know about that. Yeah. So, as Clark says, even if it takes some getting used to. And so we've got Rob Zaro. Rob Zaro. Hawk. <laughs> he, they're running tiny, you know, thing. And they say, um, he gives Lois a flower. He says, a flower for not a flower. And she says, I was warned about you, Rob Zaro. Thanks. He says, the pleasure is not all mine, because you know he's Zaro. Mm-hmm. And then boy Zaro and Maya, we've got a thing going on. Um, they're running the tiny booth with a food booth, and of course, boy Zaro sticks his hand in the French fry or grease, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it pulls out French fries for him, and he goes cook. <laughs> Clark goes, thank you, boy Zaro. I'll take those. So, and so Clark says, you, let's see, Lois says, let's go, guys. And Clark says, you free to join us, Kathy? And she says, I think so, if someone can cover for me a bit longer. She was helping him out. And so Maya tells her to go on. And mm, she over calls at, her blondie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks over at uh, Rob Zorro and says, don't even think, good twerp. And, uh. Boy Zaro says, hello, which means goodbye. So, Clark, New Beginnings. Mayor Goodman launches into his speech commemorating the new and improved squid-themed Ferris wheel. Isn't that one of the monsters they fought? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the usual fare, but there is an emotional quiver in his voice that you don't need super hearing to pick up on. It's the voice of someone who's seen and learned firsthand when we join together, anyone can have a fresh start, even millions of light years from your home. Hamilton has become a place of hope for all the people here, and they show it by looking out for one another. It's special. And even though the mayor credits Superman and Superboy with saving the town deep down, we all know we're a part of the same team. But it's hard work, and Frost was right. Nothing gold can stay. But when we feel lost and the darkness seems to be growing, that's when we look for new things that are golden. And so it says that's when we get to shine brighter. And they unveil a gold statue of Superman and Superboy. Oh, isn't that nice? It's so nice. It is. 
But Clark says, I've never gotten used to to this sort of thing. John, on the other hand, well, he's like, whoa, whoa look amazing. <laughs> so Lois is like, the ride's opening. Let's get in line. So Clark's thinking, but I understand why. The world still needs reminders that there's a friend out there looking out for them, even when they can't see him, even when he has the day off. And Lois hands Clark the phone and says, it's for you. And Clark says, thank you, Mom, Pa. And so he's talking to the phone. He says, what? I can barely hear what favor? And it's Flash. <laughs> he goes, since we've had John, I think I understand the things you tried to teach me a little bit better. Together as a family, we're seeing to it that we pass those values on to the next generation. Well, Flash has got a monster problem in Metropolis. Yep. And then the phone hangs up and Clark goes, hello? <laughs> and then he goes, today and forever... And Clark tells Lois, that was Flash. She says, I got the gist. He goes, no capes, right? She goes, go on, you big lug. Metropolis needs you. And then John goes, but Mom. She goes, both. And John says, oh, right. And Clark says, you ready, son? So he's thinking, so I'm keeping my promise, my solemn vow, and this time I'm not doing it alone. And so Kathy and Lois put on the the guy's uh, hat. And John says, up, up, and away. And they rip their shirts, you know, to reveal the S at the end. And it's called Truth, Justice, Family. So, in Metropolis, Lois arrives to their apartment. And they're both laying there in the, on the sofa in their S uniforms. Covered in monster goop. Yeah, and they got posed. They've been eating a pizza, and so Lois covers them up, and she <laughs> she puts the mailbox up beside the family Christmas picture that says the Kents, and that's the end. So they got a little piece of Aww. Hamilton with them. Man, forty-five. It's a sweet story. It is a sweet story. Okay, so we got two big Superman things this week. We've got the Action mm-hmm. Comics 80 Years of Superman Deluxe Edition. I got the hardback. Mm-hmm. And we also got Action 1000. Yay! Yay! Okay, so. Um, Tej, what, what are we first? doing? What, 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 what are we your, doing first? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> well, we're doing Action 1000 first. What okay. was your... Because uh, we're going to do probably do Action 80 Years next week. But we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. Maybe do some, read something out of it. Okay. So Action Comics 1000 was an 80-page giant. Um, so what yeah, was it's not 80 pages. They lied. They lied. How many pages okay. is it? It is... I'll tell you now. There's it there. is... Seventy-three. Bastards. Um, they cut out seven pages. Bastards. Um, okay, so what was your first impression of Action 1000? I mean, don't go into de- I mean, what was your overall impression? Um, okay, well, firstly, I'm very excited for this book. Yes. Um, and my... Initial impression when I read it at about like 
8 o'clock in the morning was, hmm, I'm a bit underwhelmed by some things. Some things were good. It's like the things that were good were really, really, really good. Right. The things that missed really, 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 really missed. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, I didn't really have any expectations. I didn't know. I knew there were a bunch of people were going to do stuff and... Um, so I read yeah i've I've learned now to not have any expectations for anything. I'm just not gonna be excited about anything ever again because it's like <laughs> I think justice League kind of beat that out of me, yeah, yeah, it did it It's the thing that defeated us, <laughs> but I read Dan Jurgen's story. I'm crying and all I can hear is Hans Zimmer's flight in my head the whole time. Yep. And I'm crying, yep. somebody, I'm crying, and I'm crying. Yeah, somebody told me, go and, and listen to it with flight. I was like, dude, I don't need to listen to it with flight. It was playing in my head. <laughs> Nobody told me because I, you know, I just went cold. I was actually, I didn't read it the first thing in the morning. And all of a sudden that song card started playing in my head. And then the second mm-hmm. story, I cried a little bit too, but the Jurgen story just hit me. Yes. So um, there were there were things in the book that I really really liked. There were things that mm-hmm. I was kind of like, well, it's kind of mediocre, but you know, especially Bendis's at the end, it's supposed to be a, like a two parter or something. You know, it's supposed to. Connect. Yeah, I mean, firstly Neil Adams and who did he work with? Oh, no, uh, no but. Paul Paul Levitz. I was like, <sighs> yeah, but you know what? They included that in the deluxe edition. They did. I saw that. I was like, of all the stories they could have picked from one thousand, yeah. like the Jogan story, or even the car, which I really like. Um, they go and pick Mr. Neil Adams' story, and I was and Paul Levitz, and I was like, but. <sighs> Gleason and Marcy. Peter Tomasi's story, which I thought was excellent. Right? Yes. And then you have that whole homage to Kurt Swan and you're like, oh, you know, you're getting a bit misty-eyed there, right? You're crying. You're crying at the first two and then you're like getting a misty Then you go to that 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 uh, that uh, the stuff with, with Lex and the chess game and I was like, what? What? <laughs> I don't know. It it wasn't yes, it wasn't buffo, but at the same time, it was kind of a change of pace. It wasn't. Clark is it, mess messing with his mind. So anyway, it was a snooze fest. It was a snooze um, fest. Come okay. on. Well, maybe I can get you to like the car. It. The car was good. Maybe maybe, good. maybe yeah, I can get you to like it a little better. Okay, so we got the Jim Lee, you know, cover. That's you know, that's all he ever touted was. Whatever. Oh, we talk about the covers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then the next cover is awesome. Who did this one? Uh. This. Okay, the 1930s variant is by Steve Root. Very good. I mean, it reminds me of Man of Steel. That first picture we got of Henry. 
in the bank. Yep. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. it's really awesome. And then the next mm-hmm. one is that Dave Bullock. This is Michael Cho, 1940s okay. variant, uh, by Wabond. Okay, that's good also. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, I like that one. The Silver Age Nine, one. 1950s variant by Dave Gibbons and okay. A- Angus McKee. Dave Gibbons what did a, Watchmen. What a Scottish name. What a Scottish name. <laughs> yeah, Dave Gibbons did uh, Watchmen. With, um, oh, Alan doesn't look Moore. like any Watchmen thing I've seen. <laughs> Pretty sure Dave Gibbons did Watchmen. Um, yeah, the Silver Age one is typical Silver Age. Um, we have two Silver Age. Yeah, ones. we oh, do. The, the next, the next Silver Age one is Mega Silver Age. Um, this is by Michael Elrod and Laura Elrod. Oh. Okay. At least they got Mixie on there. Why is he marrying Supergirl? Um, that was actually a story. He married Supergirl. Yeah. Lori Lamaris is on there. Yeah, I hated this cover just because of that. Because as I was going through everything, it yeah. just got spoiled by Lori Lamaris. Well, I'm sitting there going, okay, so where's Lois? Oh, well, there she is flying. And there... And she, Bizarro. And yeah, by the Daily Planet. And she's yeah. with Brainiac and Lex and Jimmy and Perry. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So then I love this cover by um, Serenko. You know why? Because, you know, mm-hmm. the, the flag, you know, that could have been Lois in his arms. But it shows how much he loves the United States. True, true. This is by Jim um Starenko? No yeah, yeah, Starenko and Laura Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very good cover. It is yeah. a very good cover. I like the next one too. Yeah. Nineteen eighties variant. Uh by Joshua Middleton. Very, very good cover. It's a very, very nineteen eighties. Superman and Lois and Jimmy. Lois. Oh, and Lex. Oh, I forgot Lex. Yeah, Lex, Lex is flying by in his Lex suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, the best one. The best one. The best one. <laughs> A classic. Is the 90s, yeah, 1990s variant by Dan Jurgens. Uh, some other people, too. Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan and Alex Sinclair. Okay, that's the, the colorist mm-hmm. and the penciler. Inca, sorry. Uh, it's yeah, Lois in purple in all her glory, and she's helping sh- uh, Clark rip his shirt off there. Mm, that's a good-looking Clark Kent, I tell you. Mm, that joy Lois is so is gorgeous. Square. Yeah, Lois is gorgeous. Uh, Clark is like, hmm, that, that joy is so square. Mm. Okay, and the next one? 2000 by Lee Bomerell. Bo- uh, Bo- 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 yeah, I can never no. say his name, sorry. Um, yeah, kind of looks Italian there too, doesn't it? Does yeah. yeah. So, but it's a very good cover. Yeah, yeah. lots of muscles, lots of muscles. Okay, so um, I don't know how to get this so we each story. 
Okay, so which were okay, so the first one with Dan Jurgens, I really liked it. It was from the city that has everything. Interesting title. Um mm-hmm. it made me cry. Emmy It did, yes. Yeah. Um it has Lois and John in it. Um okay, is this the new one? Because um, sometimes they put them. I the the next one was by uh, Tomasi and Gleason, and mm-hmm. uh, Vandal Savage basically took Clark through time to show him uh, his different incarnations. Yep, that I thought was interesting. I really liked that too. I really liked this. Yeah, I yeah. okay. Let me just put it this way. I love it because of how they ended it. I was a bit like, as they were going through each incarnation, I was like, okay, okay, it's an homage to, you know, Golden Age, Silver Age, um, electric. The Dark Knight period with Frank the, Miller. The, the Dark Knight, you know, where, you know, he's killing Superman all the time. Yeah. Uh, his, um, whatchamacallit, death. I- you know, and they got him in the in the silver and uh, the black suit, black suit yeah. which I, I really love this picture. I don't know why Clark just looks so hot in this picture. Um, in the black suit? A, yeah, in the black suit. Oh, oh and the long hair, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, they even got they even got an homage to the to the animated series, right? Because the the next one would the uh, actually that's Zodan. No, no, the, the, the one with the, the album Fiora. cover. Well, yeah, yeah the one but with the album the cover, is, that, that's not Zod. That's um, what's his face? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that they're from. Yeah, definitely the animated series. But that, the album the cover is from series. Superman. The album cover is from Superman. But they, uh, what I'm saying is, they even got an homage to the to the animated series at the bottom. What was her name? Um, Merrick. I can't remember what is. I can't remember what the name. Her name. Yeah, that was a good episode. It was a good episode. Can't remember the names. Then we have Gog Magog with um, Forever Kingdom. Yeah, we, we got Kingdom Kingdom Come Kingdom yeah. Come, uh, and then we have New Fifty Two Rebirth, Re, oy, Rebirth and Reborn, and the Smashing Vandal Savage in the Jaw. Yep. Yeah. And what I love is how they ended it. You know, they said. Vandal's first and last mistake was that he didn't realize each and every stream, each and every time stream, in the end, led me home to my family. <laughs> Even Kingdom Come. Yes. Yeah, because as we all know, Wonder Woman was just a womb. She's just a womb, and he's still in love with married. He's only married one woman, and that's Lois Lane. And I was like, oh, burn. So they had a so, giant cake with 80 candles on it. With 80 candles. How sweet. Yeah. Crypto thought so. He was ready. Crypto wanted the ice cream cake. Yeah. He's such a good boy. He's so well behaved. He wants ice cream cake. So the enemy within was... The script was by Marv Wolfman with art by Kurt Swan. Kurt Swan's been dead a while. Also, yes. page five, Kurt Schaffenberger. He's been dead a while. I don't know about Bruce Jute, but 
But yeah, that was interesting about how Superman. Um, it, you know, he he gets other people to step up to the plate. Yep. And then we come to the one that Taz is not wild about. It's Paul Levitz and Neil Adams, uh, Superman the Game, him and Luther. Um, Luther's like, you know, got your sermon ready to preach the wonders of goodness and decency, or do you think you can finally beat me? So Clark tries. So campy. So campy. Clark brings a chest set. Yes. He said, he's like, you know, I know, you know, what you, you know, he says, I think that you, especially when I don't have any machinations or alien or otherwise, because Luther's always putting on, projecting on Clark, um, you know, he's an alien, he's going to be evil, he's going to do all this, that, and the other. And Clark's like, I was hoping we could share a human moment. Mm-hmm. so, you know, so Luther takes the challenge. It's any game you want, Kryptonian. So Clark hands him the chest of the set, and he says, it's an ancient game of strategy. Should be your thing, or would you prefer Monopoly? Which <laughs> 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 I thought was a good dig. <laughs> So he says, thinking to false accusations already, you know, Luther is not. It's like it shows, you know, someone with one mindset that just can't break out of their mindset and Clark, you know, yep. facing reality. So Luther says, that's a classic set borrowed from a museum. And Clark says, no, mine. I learned to play as a child. And so he says, um, so he, he says, Luther says, I'll take white, avoid stereotyping, because he didn't want to be the black piece. And Clark says, and gain first mover advantage. So, Lex says, as in business, Superman control. So, they're playing, and Clark says, checkmate. And so, Luther says, I disagree. So, of course, he pulls out the, the kryptonite chains. Yep. And he says, I always hoped I could trap you one day, and but but you made it so easy. My world, my rules. And Clark breaks the chains and says, glad you think so, Luther. And so Luther's confused because it's kryptonite. He says, I wasn't coming onto your turf without some extra protection, even if it meant calling in a favor from a friend who's really good at tight spots. You should meet him someday. His name's Scott. Got free. He's got this little mother box that can do miracles. <laughs> so I'll be showing Luther the mother box, but he's like, cancel the radiation for a minute or two. So Luther says, next game's mine. So basically, Clark, you know, beat him with strategy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. a classic tale. You know, Luther's being Luther, Clark's being Clark. Luther thinks he's so stupid. campy. It was. It's like, and this is so the one they included in Action One Thousand. Yes, I was like, of all the things they in- include, there are such brilliant stories in this book. Right. They go and they put this. I like. At least it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> at least so. Neil Adams drew a pretty Superman. 
The next one I liked, it's called The Car. I really like this one. Yes. Jeff Johns and Richard Donner, story by yes. Olivier. Uh, it, when I read Trable. this, yeah. When I read this, no, artist is Olivier. Art, yeah, that's right. Yeah. When I read this, I wanted to literally go and shake Jeff Johns and say, you can write such a good Superman. What the hell happened? With Justice League. What happened? So, basically, what you see in the first panel is called the car. You see a mm-hmm. green car that's been smashed in the front. And the mechanic's oh, so excited. Oh, so he goes, excited. He says, what the heck happened to the guy that gets out of the tow truck? He says, you have to ask him. And this guy's got a fedora on, you know, and he's got his coat flung over his shoulder, and then he sits and he goes, hey, buddy, what'd you hit, an elephant? And so it shows mm-hmm. a picture of Superman from Superman. 1938. And you see the passengers in the car, and there's a woman in the back seat with three dudes, right? Mm-hmm, yep. And you see Superman in the headlights with a spit girl. Mm. And the it's guy, such a good picture. That mm. is a good picture. And he says, a man wearing red underwear. <laughs> you ought to lay off the sauce for a while, pal. He says, I'm telling you, a guy did this. Then he hung me on a telephone pole. I was really getting excited now. He goes, a telephone pole, huh? Nearly fell climbing down. And so they show the car again. It is smashed in all the hell. And he says, you come back this afternoon after you sober up, and I'll get you a price on the damage this guy did to your car. <laughs> Probably cost too much to fix, truthfully. Heck, if it were me, I'd junk it. And the guy says, any chance I could get a lift home? He says, what's this look like, a taxi stand? So the guy's walking <laughs> through the junkyard, mm-hmm. and he sees a bird, and then he sees a plane, and then we see a cape and cape. a blue leg. A blue arm, sorry. And he goes, Blue arm. I was just yeah. thinking, what kind of leg are you looking I'm at? I'm sorry, it's an arm. And he says, It's you. And he goes, It's me. I went back to the telephone pole, but you were gone. He says, Who are you? What do you want? He says, I've met a lot of men like you, Butch. Hot shots with big mouths and the muscle to back them up. Oh, Clarky. You get away this isn't with... Henry Cavill Superman. I'm sorry. I don't know what is. Well, kind of. He says, you get away with just about everything you want, pushing the little guy around, dancing with whichever girl you pick out in the crowd. Some might say you deserve to be back on that telephone pole or something higher. But I did some digging on you, Butch. Your dad was killed in the Great War, leaving you to take care of your sick mother by yourself until she finally passed away. How old were you? Thirteen. No family wound up in the orphanage. Oh, no family wound up in the orphanage on the forty fifth on forty fifth until you ended up on the street. Out on forty fifth, yeah. It used to get so hot we always wanted to go swimming. But there weren't a no pool. So Clark says, Be that person. Let me see. You've no, no, no. Read it, read read it, it from the bottom up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've had your fair share of knocks, and you can keep knocking the world back like you've done, or you can make a decision today. 
be that person who wasn't there for you for someone else. And Butch says, that's it? And he says, it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And then he takes no, off. no, you 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 must you must one you must a couple Where? things there. He oh, says, be sorry, that person, be that person who wasn't there for you for someone else. It's your life, Butch. You can fix it or you can junk it. And Butch says, that's it. He says it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. See you around. So Butch is <laughs> contemplating. And the next thing you know, his car's been fixed, and he's opened up a hydrant for the kids to play in so they could cool off. Mm-hmm. Not really his water, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's the gesture that counts. Right. So is- Who knew I wanted to know what happened to Butch and the car? <laughs> that was awesome. I was like, oh, my gosh, and that's Lois in the back of that seat, honey. Yep. So Now, yes. they can do this. They can do this with Henry Cavill Superman. Right. He is dying to be this guy. Why don't they just write this for him? Why'd they write him being itchy? Uh, and they didn't write him itchy. That was Whedon. Listen, Jeff Johns was there. He deserves half the blame. You wonder what kind of backbone he has. He don't got this backbone. The Superman's backbone. Yeah, he Apparently, Richard he Donner. Butchers. <laughs> Richard, Richard Donner, Donner has to be involved for it to get good. Richard Donner, can you come back and can you work with Jeff Johns and Henry Cavill? I want this in the movie. That would be awesome, oh. you know, but I know Donner doesn't do CGI, so. Henry would have to shave. Oh. Well, no, what I mean is is that he used hard effects and he's not experienced with CGI. For him to come back and actually direct a Superman movie, he, they would have to have, you know, they they can do what they're doing. The yeah, they can do what they're doing with uh, the Star Wars movies. They have people who are directors and who have never worked on big big budget films with CGI and stuff. And then they have a second unit director who is the CGI guy and who's worked on the big budget CGI things who come in and say, well, this is how you shoot. I'll shoot the CGI scenes. You shoot the character moments. And that's what's changing about it is they have someone who does character moments and someone who does CGI, and that's how you get the best of both worlds. Right. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of Scott Snyder's story with Lex and... Clark helping Lex back in the day. It's stupid. But yeah, it's called the fifth. It's stupid. Season. I don't even want to know. I don't know. What it is. Stupid. You hear? You know? I want. I want to take all these people and bash their heads against walls. Um, they did a thing for. I don't know if you're watching Krypton. I don't have it. No. I don't get it no, no. here. Um. Krypton did a special where they ran all the Superman animated series and the, the channel that's that's doing Krypton. 
sci-fi or something. Mm-hmm. They did a special where they went and they got Dan Jurgens, um, Bruce Tim, Jim, Jim Lee. I don't know why. Um, Dan, uh, Dan DeDio, Scott Snyder, and Jeff Johns, right? And they're talking about Superman for his um, 80th. Oh, and they got Jerry Conway and a few other people. And Scott Snyder, I'm sitting there and I'm crying listening to him talking about Superman because he's like, you know, he's the guy who it may be the hard thing to do, but he's going to do it because it's the right thing to do. And I'm like, why don't you write the Superman you talk about? Yeah. It's like, you know, talking, talking the talk is a big game. You know, walking the walk is a whole different other thing. And he's had so many opportunities to do Superman, and he's killing him off in metal uh, every single issue. He's making him eat blows. I don't know why. And then this is like a snooze fest and a half, you know? Right. And maybe it's Lex. I'm sorry. I don't like the Lex stories. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't like Lex. <laughs> so, Tom King's story, I was kind of like... <laughs> I was crying. Okay, so basically the Earth is going to be destroyed, right? Yeah, it's come to its end of its life. Yeah. You know. Clark's yeah. making a diamond. And he Well, he doesn't make a diamond. He doesn't make a diamond. He makes crystal. Okay. Because it's it's sand that he's crushing, not right, carbon. Right, like glass, right. Not yeah, coal. yeah. Uh, no, not coal. Yeah, yeah. Very well, different. It's crystal. Yeah. And he's talking to Mom and Pa. Mm-hmm. He says, he's trying to calculate how many visits he's came to, quote-unquote, see them. And he did five billion, give or take. Give or take a few. <laughs> he's still guilty, though, probably, because this is it, right? This is, has to be the last one. We're here at the end. Play man can draw a freaking Superman. I don't want to go on the table. I'm telling you, yeah. So it says, with the ma- sun's mass dropping, I, re- I really thought the orbit expansion would be enough to escape the red giant. But there, these solar tides just pulling the Earth back in. Yeah, I get it. I'm aware I could push it, knock it out, let it float somewhere else, but it seems wrong somehow. Earth's been abandoned for what? A good four billion years? And some worlds die. Krypton died. Everything gets its time. And just because it's dead doesn't mean it's gone. I mean, you know, you all taught me that. So I'm letting it, going to let it go. Let you go. And I'm going to say goodbye. But before I do, updates, final updates. Lois is still doing well. Still running the Universal Info Network. How can Lois be five billion years old? Listen, there's the, the solution in the next bubble. She tells me she's sick of the inter- eternity formula. It tastes like grape, which she likes, but it's a lot of years. She's tired of grape. Yes, Clark, change the mm-hmm. Um, The eternity formula is a Grant Morrison thing. Isn't that he... from All-Star Superman? From All-Star Superman, from 
DC 1 million, he, uh, somebody asked him basically, so when Lois dies, is Superman going to be with Wonder Woman? He said, excuse me, what? <laughs> In a Scottish accent. Yeah. Uh, and he said, no, he's Superman. She's going to live forever with him. Oh, like, duh. <laughs> like, duh. And so... So he invented the internity formula for Lois. Oh, he's so sweet. So sweet. But it tastes like grape. Yeah. He <laughs> made a different flavor, like, Spark. Doesn't like grape. <laughs> yeah, grape after a while. Grape after a billion years. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, you see, like, the earth is erupting and, and Clark is walking. And he says, and John, you should see John. I wish you could see John. I'm I'm so proud of him. He reminds me especially of you, Ma. Kind and so damn stubborn. What else? Oh, obviously, I miss you. I love you. Every day. And why isn't this moving? Um, it doesn't matter... How long it's been, it's still every day. So, he's made the crystal into, what is that, Ma? Ma and Pa. And John? Mm-hmm. Oh, and him, and Clark. Yeah, says, yeah. look, I don't know if you're here or out there or just gone. It's probably better that this is the last time. I've probably wasted my time coming here. I could be... I I just think a lot about when I was a kid and we were going to church, Pa. And I didn't want to go. I wanted to hang with Pete and I was testing you, asking how can you spend all that all your time on the science of farming and still do this. And you said you didn't see it that way. It was all the same. Science, religion, myth, stories were all stardust fallen. And so we looked to the sky. And we wait to be reclaimed. And he sets the crystal on top of Donna Martha's um, grave. And he says, goodbye, Ma, goodbye, Pa, and thank you for everything. Says, Donna so Martha sweet. Kent, beloved parents and grandparents, you gave us hope. <laughs> Tom Let's King get some tissues. Let's get some tissues out. Oh. Get the Kleenex out. Tom King does it again. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, so Louise Simonson and Jerry Ordway. <laughs> Clark has a deadline, but at the same time, he's got to save people. Yep. Hey, we got Bibbo in there. We do, yep. I mean, Clark's saying stuff like, I still have 90 seconds. Thank heaven for super speed. Being able to share that focus of, okay, so what's he talking about here? He's talking about, you get that in-depth focus on the small things and the large, being able to share that focus, that vision, and so you hear Perry go, Kent, he says, just set it to layout, chief. It's, he says, that's old news, Kent. Superman stopped the train derailment. Construction worker on a roof got pictures. I went in and read first person account. Get on it, Kent. Take Wilson Olson with you. I am holding the presses, of course. He says, the rush, the focus, the fact that I'm helping people, sometimes even saving them. Superheroing, reporting, 
they're not so different if you do them right. Man, I love my job. That was awesome. That was a good insight into, you know, how you use, you know, he doesn't necessarily use powers to be a journalist, but he uses the same abilities, the same techniques, the same kind of mind. He uses his intellect. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, ooh, Superman's smart story. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next story, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's by Paul (laughs) Jenny and Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Okay, so. It's a very pretty looking story, yep. It's very good. So we see this redhead, and you're like in a Superman amusement park. And she says, welcome to the most thrilling, colossal entertainment experience in the galaxy. It's called Action Land. And he says, I'll be your mm-hmm. personal tour guide to the life of Oh, Legends. okay. Well, you don't know. I As soon as I read the the title, Action Land was in a Superman, Superman anime. comic. Yeah. Superman animated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is uh, Mixie's wife. <laughs> well, the thing about it is I'm coming down here. I'm like, okay, so she's, you know, she's talking all this stuff about Krypton and Superman, right? And yep. the next thing I see is she's talking about, oh, the last son of Cameron found refuge in the American heartland. I went, wait a minute. She shouldn't be knowing about that. So I'm like, something's not quite right here. Mm-hmm. You know? And the next thing, you know, I mean, they go through, you know, Justice League, Doomsday, Krypton exploding, blah, blah, blah. And then... Mm-hmm. So she says, the criminal mastermind Lex Luthor, the renegade Kryptonian General Zod, Brainiac, the parasite, Bizarro, the galactic overlord Darkseid and his minions, the unstoppable Doomsday, and the one who ultimately ended Superman's story? Yes, every hero has their final adventure, and so it was with a man of steel. The virtual reality display recounts in vivid detail the final battle between Superman and his greatest foe, the godlike interdimensional being, Mr. Mizjes Pitalik. And I'm going, yeah, Nixie! <laughs> and so he's sitting there in a hop. He goes, this is where it all falls apart. <laughs> like, you know, Mix, when other couples role play, they usually take it to a different level. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesse. That's what's wrong with me. I go to all this trouble, create all this, everything, and I can't finish the blasted story. She says, you lost focus again, love. You get so wrapped up in minutia, creating the ultimate ending to the legend that you lose sight of your goal. You could will Superman out of existence like that. But once you get started, your mind wanders off into infinite what-if scenarios. And for a being who can endlessly rewrite reality, that's a lot of this thing <laughs> and on a deeper level I don't think you want this story to end ever what no that's not well maybe Superman defines you well part of you the naughty little spark of cosmic mischief that wears a purple hat and then she kisses him she says lucky for me I like that part and so he grabs her in his arms and he says baby you're something else she says we both are and so then we see Batmite, and who's that other creature? Oh, he's a monkey thing that's supposed to be, uh, uh, like, 
Wonder Woman's counterpart from the 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 fifth dimension. Fifth? And, yeah. Fifth and dimension. the other thing is supposed to be like a flash thing or something. Uh, something like that. He's some demon, a speed demon. Okay. And so Batman says, point this thing toward the back, cave. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, I I love Mixie's wife. She's so hot. Yeah. And I I love, I love uh, when, whenever they say, how did they get together? She says, he makes me laugh. (laughs) He's so naughty. Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) So the next one is Faster Than a Speeding Bullet by Brad Meltzer. And apparently Tom King's uh, son read Action 1000, and this was his favorite story. (laughs) And Tom says, you know, I wrote one of the, yeah, I know. (laughs) So again, it takes something that we would usually see in a panel and it expands upon it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's the internal thinking of Clark. We've got a gunman with a gun to a woman's head, and Clark's like, I won't make it. Rick Fagan, bad temper, pulled a few home divisions. This is his third strike. When those these videos hit the Internet, child welfare is taking his son away. So he's going through all these machinations. He can see his bronchi dilate. Glucose rushes to his skeletal muscles. His body preparing for what's next. I won't make it. So this, I mean, this is really breaks down, for me, I like these kind of things. It breaks it down. Clark, you know, for lack of a better, as a human being, you know, he has these thoughts. Everybody thinks, you know, oh, he doesn't have these thoughts. These are the things that Clark thinks about because I'm not going to make it. i got to do this. i got to do that. Oh, he could read all the signs and everything, but he's still not sure. It's not easy for him, and people seem to think it's it was easy for him. What did you think of this story? I loved it. Yeah. Um, I loved the, the, the like you said the inner monologue uh, of Clark, and you know how he'll just he doesn't stop. Um, yeah, and and it also adds to stories like this add and show you the weight that he carries on his shoulders. And, yeah, it's just a really good Superman story. Now, the woman, it, it also adds in the, that the woman leans her head into the gun. Yeah. Which puts the guy off a little bit. And Clark says she's reckless. It catches him off guard, and she buys her and buys her an attosecond. I'm not even sure what an attosecond is. But. Less than a nano. Yeah, that's what I figured. It, but it's not enough to stop the bullet. Fortunately, and he bursts through the wall and says, she has me. And so he puts his hand very near the no- nozzle of the gun and uh, save her. And he says, so he talks to her later and he says, what, did you, what you did? She goes, Lila, that was brave, Lila. And she says, I just did what Batman would. And then she looks at him and she says, <laughs> it was, that was a joke. And he goes, I knew that. I mean, I mean it, though. You should think about joining the police. And she says, you sound like my dad. He says, all of us are here for a reason. And so he starts to take off, and he says, your dad is a smart man. So then later there's a convo between Clark or Lois and Clark, and she says, everything okay, Clark? And he goes, absolutely, Lois. She says, I see that look on your face. You met a good one today, didn't you? 
He says, I met a good one every day. I meet? I meet a good one every day. And she says, you know what I'm saying, Clark? People always say they're inspired by you, but I know your real secret. You're the one inspired by them. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else gets it. Okay. Who is the tissues? (laughs) Now, one of my problems with Bendis' story is Jim Lee. Oh, my God. I flipped to the page, and I was like, okay, so, so literally rereading the story, I have tears in my eyes, right? Right. I'm not even joking. And then I flipped the page, and I was like, <sighs> I'm so glad Jim Lee is not doing anything Superman-related with Bendis after this. Well, you know, it took me back to when we got uh, Superman Unchained, and... Jim Lee still is of the belief that, to him, Superman means destruction and wreckage. Because mm. everything is a freaking mess in this. I mean, you know, there's no stone unturned. And so I was like, really? But it did show, you know, human beings were saving Clark. Now, if Jim Lee uses his own face to draw his characters, I think this self-portrait of him as the monster is very good. <laughs> I I messaged Holly and I said, well, you know Jim Lee is the monster in the story. <laughs> he only likes to beat up Superman. I mean, the the one, the one this is Action Comics 1000. Yeah. Everybody, even though I didn't like the Neil Adams story, even though I didn't like the Scott Snyder story, Everybody is paying homage to Superman. Right. Right. And what does Jim Lee do? The first thing we get is a huge smash bang panel of Superman getting the snot knocked out of him. Right. You know, uh, everybody else is, oh, Superman's so, you know, he's so wonderful. And look at the wonder that he does. Look at where he smashed the car and, and he turned Butch's life around. And... Um, well, we haven't done the, the Dan Jurgen story yet because right. it's the better one. Yeah. Uh, and you're saving it for last. Right. Um, even though it's first in the you book. Know, even though it was first in the book. You know, and, uh, yeah, it's like Jim Lee just wants to beat the shit out of Superman. He's even got a blue eye. And I'm like, why is he part of this? I don't know. Why, why is he part of this? So... While the two women are, you know, trying to lug Clark's body behind somewhere so this guy can't get to him, and one says, he's so heavy. She goes, yeah, thank. He's wearing the red mm-hmm. shorts again. I saw. Why? So the monster's yelling, blah, 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 blah. Supergirl shows up. You know, she punches him, whatever. And so he punches her back, and he's going to deal with her later. And so they're still tugging on Clark. And they're tugging on his cape, which is, you know. He says, he doesn't uh, no, look no. like Superman without the shorts. And she says, I don't get past the eyes. Shh, he'll hear you. Just that I like his eyes. I'm somewhat okay with that. Without the shorts, it's, it's just not him. And so I find this funny because, you know, Bendis is like, hey, the shorts are Superman. And, you know, Jim Lee's the one that took him away. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's more carnage and stuff. And then, of course, 
we have this huge panel of Clark with blood all over his face, and they say his underwear is on the outside of his clothes. He's an alien from another planet. It might be a symbol of hope to his people. And one woman goes, hope? Just, I think I heard they meant hope. Oh, and so Clark starts to get up. But he's been here long enough to have noticed. No one wears elsewhere. Their sh- he goes, sorry about the mess. Thank you for protecting me. Find cover, will you? And so he's got out, out in the street. Goes, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name to the monster guy. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah. I don't know what people have against Bendis' writing. I'm sorry I didn't get your name because I know this talk to Kryptonian. In this language, I believe they call it stalling. He says, you started the fight. Sorry, it's not going how you hoped. And so he knocks Superman off. I don't know what kind of powers, but he's pulling all kinds of stuff. He says, this is not a fight. He's combining his heat vision and his super breath to do something. I don't know exactly what. Yeah, and the other guy's got like some kind of solar sword or something. He's got like an electro axe from yeah. Steppenwolf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, he knocks Clark for a loop. Clark's heading for Metro Books windows. Metro Books. I love this. 1938. I love this panel. Yeah, yeah I love this panel. And Clark's like, Earth, And he's against the glass. He's not broken a glass, but then that guy comes after him. He's it's a cleansing. Okay, so more destruction, blah, 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 blah. Oh, so finally we learn his name is Rogolzar, whatever. So then Supergirl comes in. He just smacks her. Morse destruction, you know, blah, blah, Yeah, he blah, says, blah, I blah, cleansed blah. the galaxy of the Kryptonian plague, and I'm here to finish the job. And I'm like, and I suppose this is a cliffhanger like the, what? Yeah. Oh, so apparently this is the dude that destroyed the planet Krypton. I thought it was Black Zero. I thought it was the Kryptonian people and them exhausting the resources. Right. I'm like... Find out in Man of Steel, whenever that comes. Yeah. And Clark gets stabbed, of course. Yeah, he's like, your bloodline must end once and for all. But this is... This is it, Kryptonian. Sickness finally ends today, just like I once promised Jor-El. When I destroy the planet Krypton. Daddy ah. should have left some notes for Clark, is all I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> okay, so the first story is by Dan Jurgens. Yay. Um, so we see Clark out in space and Get your tissues, get your tissues, people. Yeah. So John says, Where's Dad? He's supposed to be here. Lois says I imagine he's busy, John. Busy where? With who? No idea, but he'll come. And that is a classic Jurgen Superman there. In that mm. yeah. And he says, I told you he wouldn't show, Mom. He hates stuff like this. So this time will be different, John. Clark will be here. I'm sure of it. 
So he's still out in space, and he's messing with the Kun's warriors. Blah, 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 blah. And they only sent one ship, and Clark's worried about that, right? Yeah, Clark's like, I hope they send more. It would have kept me busy. So he says they're stranded. Okay. These Kun warriors are stranded, okay? So then John says, it's starting now, Mom. Want me to stand in for him? And so Clark, <laughs> yeah. Clark's thinking, fortunately, their portal back home is still open, which means I can send them packing. So then Lois says, absolutely not, John. Clark is on his way. But you have this, but you have this taken care of, right? I'm depending on you. Thank you, Perry. She's talking into her phone. Okay, and we see they're at a park. There's Superman mm-hmm. balloons. And John says, are you sure I shouldn't stand in for Dad? Because that won't be necessary, son. And so then we see the glasses. And she goes, about time. Behind the bush. Behind the bush. She's about time. And John goes, nuts. <laughs> and so Clark says, I shouldn't be here, Lois. I doubt the Coons attacked with just one ship. What if there's an entire armada out there? Clark Joseph Kent, stop with the stalling. Your place is here. And Clark goes, but the Coons. And she says, hey, relax. He says, I don't like these things. It isn't why I do what I do. She says, then do it for them, Clark, the people after all. And so she's grabbing her jacket and her shirt. She says, you're the one they're, they've come to thank. And she's ripping open her shirt to reveal that she's got an S underneath her shirt. And we, we're at Memorial Park with the Daily Planet in the background. And it's a big thank you for Superman. It's a citizens of Metropolis. We are here today to recognize the man who has done more than we can ever thank him for, the man who has saved us time and time again and sacrificed for us in ways that we probably can't begin to imagine. Superman! And so, (laughs) while his mother is ripping open her shirt, John says, she's been waiting to do that all day, you know. (laughs) So the the audience is getting a little anxious. Where's Superman Mayor Barnes? Shouldn't he be here? How can you thank a guest of honor who isn't here? We extended an invitation through every possible channel and hope he'll join us. I, for one, owe Superman a personal debt of gratitude. And so she talks about when she was on the, when the oceanic subway. attack yeah, on the subway and the ocean started coming in. And we thought we were goners until Superman showed up and saved all of us. And Lois says, see, people feel a need to express their gratitude. Now go and change and let them. He says, it might not be safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clark. <laughs> Better look beyond the moon's orbit. Make sure okay, the moons are gone. <laughs> and so Lois looks at her phone and goes, hmm. She goes, wait, help by Venus. Is that? She goes, so then the fo- she's all oh, one time. We had an agreement, Perry. You promised to take care of this. And Clark looks out in the space and goes, huh? Nothing. Could have sworn I caught a glimpse of a warship. <laughs> so... The mayor goes, we have a number of testimonials today, Chief Carlisle. I can't begin to tell you the number of people I've seen the Man of Steel save. Too many to count. And so we get a classic Clark and a fire picture. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. So he explains that how he saved people in a tenement and how a woman um, couldn't find her child. He says, I ignored the stand-down order, and I had given my guys and went in. 
Maybe I was inspired by the acts of heroism I'd seen Superman perform over the years. Maybe I believed deep down that if I needed him, he'd be there. And he was, in the nick of time, doing what what we've come to expect of him. And Cook goes, I know that. I think I, I think about it. Now that I think about it, I remember that. And Lois says, for you, it's another day at the office. For them, it's everything. It's why they want to see you. And John says, that's awesome, Dad. He says, and Clark goes, did I just hear? And so Lois is on the phone again. She goes, not now, Perry. It's Superman Day, remember? (laughs) (laughs) And Clark says, Uh, me too. "Mm." I was like, what does Perry want her to do? (laughs) Yeah. So Clark says, "Mm, must be imagining things. So the mayor says, Captain Maggie Sawyer has something she'd like to say. As head of the Metropolis Special Crimes Unit, I like to think we're capable of holding our own. 99% of the time, that's the case. But every now and then, when the bad guys get the upper hand and the innocent lives are really on the line, like the time terrorists took hostages in the Capitol building, good as my team is, there was no way I was going to get everyone out alive. Not without a little help from him, that is. So Maggie's wearing black with a lovely S-shield on the front. Mm-hmm. So, um, the mayor says, our next speaker has a very different tale. Mr. Benning? And some guy in the audience says, we're Superman. We want Superman. We want Superman. So the guy gets up to the mic. He says, I was probably the only guy here who was busted by Superman. Oh, this is when I started crying. Wasn't even out of high school the first time. Caught me stealing an old Chevy. Then a couple years later, he caught me breaking into Star Labs. Third time, he got me... I'd move up a notch. And John says, why would they let a criminal talk? And Clark says, mm-hmm. listen, son. And Lois is looking at her, front, her phone and growling. And she goes, no, Perry, you cannot talk to Clark. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy says. I'm like, Lois, what is your deal? <laughs> He's busy. Leave him alone. I'm like. Well, Perry doesn't know that Clark is Superman, supposedly, right? And I'm sitting there going, yeah, oh. right. I'm, sitting there going I'm trying to figure this out. But in the meantime, I'm crying. So the guy says, see, guys like the toy man and prankster are always hiring, hiring neat idiots like me to run interference with the S, which never worked. And every time Superman nabbed me, he listened to me, tried to get through to me so I could learn from my mistake. He didn't want to keep me, keep busting me. He wanted to help me. Oh, Clark, you're so amazing. The last time he caught me, I was in over my head. I was smuggling plutonium for Skull and nearly died. Superman knew the cycle of poverty and violence I was stuck in. He put in a good word for me so that once I got out of jail, I landed a decent job. Thanks to him and his patience, I finally have my life on track. I'd like to see him again to thank him. And Clark says to John, that's why they let him speak, John, to remind us that people can always be better, that we should always have hope. And Clark and Lois is talking on the phone. For the last time, Perry, no, I won't say it again. So the mayor says, our next speaker is the man who probably identified Superman's potential well before the rest of us. Ladies and gentlemen, the esteemed editor of the Daily Planet, Mr. Perry White. <laughs> and so Perry goes, thank you, Mayor Bonds. And Lois is on the phone and goes, I have to go. 
And Clark looks up and goes, you weren't talking to Barry. And Lois goes, crap, were you? <laughs> and John goes, busted. <laughs> so Barry says, when I think of Superman, I think of what they used to say about the best fighters in the world, that, that they always answered the bell. For those of you who don't know boxing, answering the bell means that during a fight, in between rounds, when the bell rings, telling the fighters to get off their chairs and fight some more, no matter how beaten and weary they are, they get up and fight. So Clark is taking off his shirt, his coat, his glasses, and then Clark goes, something's wrong. Lois must be affected somehow. Made me think that danger had passed when it hadn't. And so Perry continues, Superman is like that each and every time, whenever we need him, no matter how dark the situation or what he has to sacrifice, he answers the bell for us. And Clark's like, I know the Kuns would have brought more than one ship. For all I know, Brainiac <laughs> is involved. Maybe even... And so Lois says, go back to them, Clark. We have this. Not no, Lois. No, somebody Not says, Lois. go back to them, Clark. We have this. Um, actually, they see him flying in the air. They say, look, he's here. And Superman says, we? Who's we, Diana? She says, your friend. The super friend. Oh. The Kuns landed landed assault teams in several countries. It was touch and go for a bit, but we've taken care of it. And Superman says, Impossible. I checked. I would have known. She goes, the Martian Manhunter uses telepathy to, well, whenever you caught on, he influenced you into thinking you saw something else. And Clark goes, why? (laughs) And she says, it was Lois's idea. You deserve this moment, Clark. More importantly, the people deserve it. It's what makes you different from the rest of us. You're in their midst all the time without a mask. They believe you... They believe in you, sorry, they believe you and believe in you. And so, of course, those phone calls, Lois was talking to Bruce, wasn't she? (laughs) She goes, there were a couple of points when Batman wanted to pull you in because things got dicey. Had things gotten worse, I'm sure Lois would have relented. He goes, the League took care of everything? Not just the League. And so, (laughs) we get to see everybody and their brother was... He's a superhero. Um, Everybody says, and their like cousins, brother, even. Oh yeah, even Deathstroke and Harley and even Harley Quinn is there. Mira, uh, Firestorm, Aquaman, Hawkman, uh, Blue I, Beetle, Firestorm, Booster um, Gold, yeah. <laughs> Nightwing, Batgirl, Supergirl, Batman, Robin. Nightwing. Uh, traditional, traditional looking steel. Yeah. Uh, Flash and 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 Flash. Uh, is he Kid Flash? Is he Flash? All the Green Lanterns, even Jessica. Yeah. The, uh, all the Teen Titans. Um. And all the Titans. And Green Raven. Arrow and Black Canary. Yeah. yeah, Titans, Teen Titans, Raven is is that. Yeah, that group. And some masked people I don't know. Yeah. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. Those random faces, banjos, and true in there. <laughs> they even got Guy in there. 
Guy Gardner. Yeah, that's what I said. All the Green Lanterns. Yeah. Guy Gardner, Kyle. Um, Bearded, long hair Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman's doing the 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 long beard and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Starfire, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Diane explains, we're fans too, you know. We know that without you, none of us would probably be here. And people are yelling, Superman, Superman, Superman. So the mayor says, thank you for coming, Superman. We know there's nothing we can possibly give you that would equal what you've given us, except our heartfelt appreciation. And Perry says, everyone here today, citizen and hero alike, is honored that you've made this city this world, your home. And John says, will Dad be okay with what you did? And Lois says, your father is the most understanding man I've ever met, John. He knows he shares a bond with Metropolis and that every now and then, in appreciation for all he's given them, the people get to return the gesture. That's what makes him Superman. <laughs> See, Lois, so good, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Lois is like, she's saying Perry, but she's like, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Back off, Bruce. Can't <laughs> you take care of anything? Basically, I thought it was a good read all through. Mhm. Um, there was some, you know, weak points, but. I'd like to see more of Bendis' work before I make judgment because, you know, he had Jim Lee in there and blah. Yeah, I mean, people don't understand that. We, you and me know that, right? You and I, rather. Yeah. You and me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, we know that Jim Lee spoils stuff. He puts his finger in and he says, instead of doing this, why don't we do this? Because it'll look good on a splash page. Right. Um, because he's lazy. Um, right, and some of those panels, I'm like, I saw that in another book. Oh, yeah, the the one where he smashes the, the first panel yeah. is straight out of Hush. Yeah. He has no new ideas. No, yeah. Um, somebody said about Jim Lee's art that if it wasn't for Scott Williams and Alex and Claire inking and coloring... Right. It would look like he trace like he's got a book of Jim Lee art and he traces his work again into another page. Mm. And I was like, hmm, that's a fair judgment. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, because I mean even these women that are pulling Superman, you have actually seen these exact characters in other books. Right. And it, it it's called um the one that he did with uh, where in Multiversity, mm-hmm. where Superman was in in Germany, the this lady is Lana Lang, the redhead. It's the exact same facial expressions, right? Uh, redone again. So yeah, that's the thing is it's lazy, it's boring, it's uh, Supergirl is fighting this, this dude, I forgot his name, it's Wonder Woman versus Darkseid that he's just redone again. 
So with hmm. the skirt and stuff, it, yeah, it's so right. it 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 yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. Okay, um, did you get to look at the Eighty Years of Superman, the deluxe edition action? Comic? I did. Yes. Okay. Um. um this is a much better one than they released for the seventy-five years. Yeah, much better. And I was hundred times better. I was yeah. thinking, where's Mixie? But Mixie was in Superman Thirty. He wasn't in Action Comics. He wasn't introduced in Action Comics. He was not introduced in Action Comics. Yep. Um, Paul Levitz does an introduction with a foreword by Laura Siegel Larson, who is Jerry Siegel and um, the original Joanne, Mar- Joanne uh, yeah. the original model for Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Um. He fights Warner Brothers on occasion. Uh, the beginning is done by Jules Pfeiffer. I'm not sure I know who he is. I don't know who he is. No. They've got a. They've got a. In the oh, back, yeah. they've got a history of everybody who's contributed right. to this collection. Jules Pfeiffer is a yeah. groundbreaking comics historian, as well as extraordinary talent in too many fields to mention. Whose major awards. Include an Oscar, a Pulitzer, an Obie, and the Eisner Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of nice. Wow. Damn. 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 Okay, so. Mr. Overachiever, bud. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Action Comics number one, June 1938. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, it was released April, but they always do it two months ahead thing. Yeah. We got action number one in here. And you know what? My favorite bit besides, you know, Clark X asking Lois out for a date is uh, in this one, you rarely get to see it. Um, well, the slap. I actually have, I made a T-shirt out of the slap. Oh, did you? Yeah. And Dan Yeah, they, they re-colored it. Yeah, they re-recolored yeah. it because um, I have the original uh, digital that they gave for free right. when Man of Steel came out. And I went in and compared it. They, re- they like, properly redid it right. uh, again. Yeah. yeah. But I made a T-shirt out of that, and Dan DiDio saw it. That was during the New 52 era, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know I made, a, I made a meme of Lois slapping... There's this picture where Lois is slapping Butch and she's slapping Dan DiDio and Jim Lee from <laughs> the New 52. So, um, who my, Dan DiDio saw because back then he had a Twitter account. So oh, that's right. Tweeted, I tweeted it to him like, okay. My other favorite panel is the one that you rarely see. It says the occupants of the car are shaken out and you see Lois falling out of the car in her red dress. But then you don't see her after that. You're like, we're not right, but, but Superman, yeah, because Superman uh, makes sure makes sure that when she falls out, he catches her, yeah. uh, and he puts her down safely somewhere. There's a page missing from here yeah, where he puts right. her down. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and we get to see Butch on the telephone pole. So. Oh, the telephone pole! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Too funny. 
Um, and they actually kept the other stories that were originally in action number one. Zatara, Master Magician. You might know his daughter. Zahanna. Yep. Z. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. So they also have uh, Superman, the first Superman issue as well. Where Lois and I believe, or maybe that was the first issue of Superman was action number two. I don't remember, but it's well, they go to some foreign country and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still leaping now. He ain't flying yet. He isn't flying yet. He started flying in the animated show. Yeah. Um, because they said they said uh, we can't animate leaping. It's right. difficult. Can we make him fly? And they're like, oh, so that's easier. (laughs) Because they're like, yeah, we just, you don't need a background. You just do like blue. Right. Uh, The Times is uh, written by Tom DeHaven, and I have his book. Um, It's Superman is the name of his book. And he signed it. I got it when I was in Metropolis. Oh. Yeah. Um, Action 42, the origin of the Vigilante, which we don't see anymore, boys and girls, which is not Superman related. I don't know why they put it in. Well, I don't know. Number 64 is... uh, I don't know. It's like some random... Yeah. Well, they put more stories than just Superman in action comics. Um, The Terrible Toy Man is in 64. Um, Marv Wolfman does one, How I Saved Superman. Yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, Marv, okay. He remade the DC Universe in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. Yeah, He's done yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, okay, the original... Okay, Too Many Heroes, unpublished, 1945, written by Jerry Siegel, and artist Joe Schuster. That's mm-hmm. the one that they were talking about. It's just black and white. There's no color on it, but yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, they missed a trick here. They should have published K-Metal. Yes, they should have. Um, Clark- if, they, if they even know it exists, the idiots. They know it exists. They have to. The idiots. Yet. We get Clark Kent reporter by David Hodgdu. He's a professor at Columbia's University's Graduate School of Journalism and author of several books on American culture history, including The Ten Cent Plague, The Great a Comic Book Scare, and How It Changed America. Um, let's see. The Super Key to Fort Superman, which is Action Comics 241. Uh-huh. Superman riding with his heat vision on a giant buck. Fort Superman. Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, the Silver Age was funny. Yeah. Well, his fortress originally was in a, in a mountain outside Metropolis for a while. Uh-huh. My diary, my diary. June 10th. Today I will begin the most daring 
Yeah, he's supposed to be a reporter. He's supposed to be a writer, and that's what he writes. The super. Yeah, this is what he writes. <laughs> the super duel in space. Brainiac story. I like Brainiac. It's okay. Wait, what's this? The bad penny. Good for one crime. Joker. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what they're going. Is that how the giant penny got? No. Trophy of Joint Superman Batman Attack <laughs> Um The Supergirl from Krypton Action Comics two fifty two, the first time we saw <sighs> She shows okay, up in historical. a super outfit. Yeah, that's historical. <laughs> yeah. Um Endurance by Larry Ty. I think I have his book too. Um He's interesting. He is a Boston-based journalist and author, having published biographies of Bobby Kennedy and Edward Bernays, who's the guy that did uh, mind manipulation and commercials and stuff, Satchel mm-hmm. Paige, baseball player, and Superman. He's currently writing a bio of Senator Joseph McCarthy for Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Action 285, another Superman and Supergirl story. Okay. Yeah, I I skipped through the Silver Age. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that out there. I skipped through the Silver Age. Have quite a bit a- of Supergirl in this. The Infinite Mon- Monster Part Two, which is Supergirl. The Superman Super Spectacular was Action 309. Um. Okay, that's where everybody's uh-huh. aligned to shake Superman's hand, including Clark Kent. Um, the Assassin Express contract, Action Comics 419, which is December 1972. So we're, and that's by Lee Wynn and Carmine Infantino. So there you go. That's pretty mm-hmm. good stuff right there. Um, the Assassin, okay, I did that one. Blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Uh, Superman takes a wife. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, finally, at last, they put this in a collection because they missed it in the 75 years. We're pushing Wonder Woman and Superman, you know. Yeah, 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 I was very I was very disappointed with that. In the 75 years comic, they have, I think they've got a Super Wonder thing. Oh, the stuff, the stuff that uh, John Byrne did. Oh yeah, yeah. So I didn't buy the seventy-five years. I looked at the digital of the deluxe. So I said, uh, I'm not, you know, falling for any trickery. So, so. We, the thing about this one is, is that Superman or Clark marries Lois in a church ceremony and then mm-hmm. they have a honeymoon and she can't cut his hair and because he's been separated right yeah so, yeah yeah the there's a wizard and he separates or he wants to get rid of superman right because he doesn't want superman to stop his his crimes you know his his wizarding crimes and so he kills superman but the personality transfers to Clark Kent 
Right. And for Clark Kent's not the meek, mild mannered report anymore. He's the dude. You know, he's the right. guy. Right. And um he pursues Lois and he's like, Hey Lois, you wanna go out on a date and whoosh, couple of pages down the line they married. Uh and then he gets shot at during the honeymoon. Um while he's right. swimming, because because Clark Kent wrote a, wrote an expose article thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like unscathed by it, and he comes out completely okay. And then he runs onto the beach, and he's like, "Oh, Lois, your shoulders are so delectable." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and he's like, "He's got no bullet holes in his back. <laughs> What's right. happening?" Well, and uh, so let's just say Clark was in full honeymoon mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that and, comic. And then, yeah. um, and so then he gets his memory back because Lois exposes the wizard and she reverses the spell. Right. And she's like, "The world needs Superman. Uh, you know, he cannot belong to me." And Clark is like, "What are you talking about? You know, I I married you because." I love you and all of that good stuff. And he's like, you know, the whole thing where you you don't weaken me, you strengthen me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, now I'm going to marry you, Kryptonian style. I know, that's my, one of my like favorite animals. He said, you married Clark Kent, sweetheart, and now it's my turn. You and I are going to become man and wife Kryptonian style. That's the exact quote. I, it was the sweetheart and everything. And I like, yeah, man. Yeah. So they get married twice in that book. They're going to the fabulous secret citadel. Not going all the fortress of solitude yet, apparently. Yeah, it was called Fort Superman with the fabulous the citadel thing. <laughs> um, we get a Marv Wolfman story in five fifty four. If Superman didn't exist. Ooh, a lot of speed screeches. Yeah. So. Superman. Da, da, da. This is around, I think this is post. Okay. Yeah. This was, when was this done? Uh, 1984, which is just before Infinite Crisis. Then Squatter. Yes, before Infinite Crisis. It's John Burns, um, January 1987. Superman and the Teen Titans. Uh, Superman's a little whacked out. He's beating up on the Teen Titans, of course. Superman was so whacked out here. He's high, okay. He beat up the Teen Titans. That the story is like the worst one they could have put in there. I'm not going. Really? What about the one? Okay, okay. You know what? They, okay, they, uh, John Burns wrote some doozy. They could have put the one where he makes the sex tape with butter. So yeah, let's just be yeah, happy right. they didn't do that. Oh <laughs> my god. Then we have uh, something by Gene Luen Yang, the Super Square. I didn't read that. I thought it was an advert. Honestly, I just flipped through it. Well, and it was kind of a leap. I guess he only got two pages, and but there was kind of a leap where, you know, he's saying, I don't know. He's going through all the things that people say about Superman that aren't true. And so then he takes like a leap of, 
I don't know. Anyway, it just was kind of jarring. Um, la, 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 la. Ma Kent's photo album from 1990. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Roger Stern. Yep. Um, very good. Um, shows us baby Clark. And he actually broke his Shows us his... Yeah, shows us his third grade paper, man. Dude, A, A plus, A plus, A, A, A. Like, I was like, okay. Genius. So, Clark is an eager and insightful student. His language skills are especially impressive for one so young. He should be... I am not even sure what that says. <laughs> encouraged. Oh, she put encore and then encouraged to develop them further. I'm not sure. Anyway, we see he went to Eisenhower Elementary School. He had a dog named Rusty. Lana kissed him on his eighth birthday. Hey, you know what? What? The dog in Man of Steel was called Rusty. <gasps> there you go. There you go. I'm he wasn't rust-colored either. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do uh, Zack Snyder's little hints things. And put it on viral. There we go. Hopefully I'll get noticed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> um, John and Jonathan and Clark were winners in the father-son three-legged race. Oh, gee. Like they wouldn't have an advantage. <laughs> Clark. Um, oh, another championship team because Clark was a football hero. <coughs> uh, Pete and Clark arm wrestling. Gee. Uh, King and Queen of the Prom. Guess who that was? Clark in India. Clark at the Great Wall. China. Clark in the High Sierras. Clark in Bangkok during the monsoon season. And Clark among the pyramids of Sudan. He went to University of Metropolis. He dated that one waitress chick, remember? She was older. Which waitress chick? That was in the John Byrne run. Okay, John Byrne literally wrote a Superman with everybody else but Lois, so... Right, and then him and Lori, then graduation day. And so Jonathan comes out and says, Mind if I join you out here, hon? She says, Not at all, John. I was just looking over the family album. So many beautiful memories, even though none of them are quite as vivid as the ones we don't have pictures of. Can you imagine... A photo of us at Clark's actual birth. That's where they found him in his birth matrix in the field. Clark lifting up the truck. Clark out running the train. Clark kissing his mom on the forehead. (laughs) Okay. The next one is 662. What one is that, Tej? That one, I don't even have to look at the book because I I don't have it open. I know. So that is the reveal. The reveal. They're already engaged. Yep. And Banshee comes to town. So the Banshee. And Elroy and Lois are alone in the dark. Elroy? What's her name? Yeah, she named Elroy. her cat Elroy. Yep. See, so yeah, even though Lois Lane's cat name from this comic, that's how many times I read it. Um... Yeah, so the band, she comes around, she wreaks havoc, blah, blah, blah. And then Clark is like, but the big part of it is 
o'clock. He's like, Lois, before we get married, I have a secret I have to tell you. I'm Superman. Hmm? Like, what? Well, I like the thing that um, the saying at the bottom, it says, it takes as much caution to tell the truth as to conceal it by Gratian. Mm-hmm. Not the end. Da-da-da. Just the beginning. <laughs> okay, so the next story is blah, 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 blah. Um, A Hero's Journey by Joe Kelly. I don't ever okay. get to read this all the way through, but it shows Superman and a lot of incarnations. Um, there's a lot of different art in this. Um, shows him and Lana. Basically, oh that one. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. I I have that comic. I've never read it through. <laughs> Shows him on his first day in Metropolis. It shows other people too. Him and him and Lois's first meet, which was she recognized him as the guy who saved the space plane, saved the Constitution. Let's hope good yep. to save the Constitution. Um, and then there's a story about Lois and Jimmy in in our bar, and she's talking about this old guy with a fedora. That was a great newsman mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so she leaves the fedora in this because this was his favorite place. And I think Clark took it. Then there's stuff about uh, policemen, firemen. Mm. This is a huge this, this is like issue. A, yeah. So many. Yeah, it was part of the 800th issue, I think. Yeah, because it's like got everybody and their brother on it. Uh, yep. drawing one. There you go. Yep. Um, the boy who stole Superman's cape, which was one of my favorites out of the New Fifty Two. It was it out was, of the New Fifty Two. This is one of the books I went out and I looked for, and then I couldn't find it because nobody sold the New Fifty Two in South Africa, and I ordered it online because it was one of my favorites. This was a, yeah. Action issue zero. <laughs> right. And it came out after Action 12. Action 12. I was like, yeah. Which was our other one we liked. And then after that, it was all shit. So. Uh, face. No, no. They had the, they had that good one with, uh, with the, what's his face? Andy Diggle that, uh, that wrote those. Well, yeah, that was, was until good. what? 19, 20, 21 Something like that. Something like that. So we had to wait another, yeah. We didn't read much action issues in the New 52. Well, we did read action as long as Morrison was on it. Up until, like, 18. And 18 was, um, which I think is where they took the leaf out of Rebirth, because you have a red and a right. blue the Superman. Right, red and blue thing, and yeah, Mixie from came Mixie, back. From Mixie, and, and he still had one wish, and uh, everybody, you know, who was like, oh, but the New 52 didn't have that, like, dude, I didn't even read the New 52, and I paid more attention than you people. Uh, yeah, so... Right, and yeah, yeah. we had the Ben Oliver art, which was a Huge, 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 huge improvement over the stupid Rags Morales crap. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. So Jimmy and Clark are apparently roommates or best buds or whatever. I know gaming buds. That's what they are. That's right. She says, um, so, so Clark says, so, oh, you're, you're messed up, Jim. A guy who knows Lois Lane, how do I get to meet Lois Lane? Yeah, this is when uh, Grant Morrison had uh, Clark fanboying all over Lois. He's collected her news article, and he wanted to write like her and all that sort of stuff. Like, all right. And Jimmy, okay. Jimmy replies, are you a war hero or a billionaire? If not, apply elsewhere, seriously. So this is the only reason you hang out with me? And Clark is looking wistfully out the window. So she writes like she doesn't care who she upsets. Reading Lois Lane is like watching a martial arts display. And Jimmy, True. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy says, this is so typical of you, Clark. You wait until the day you're leaving to admit to this obsession. Man, nothing about the city of tomorrow ever changes. And Clark says, I guess we'll see about that, Jim. So, in the meantime, Clark, some kid has stole Clark's cape, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, His he thinks, indestructible cape, which yeah. was yeah. not so indestructible. Right. <laughs> which later got ripped. It got ripped so he could be an MMA fighter. Oh, good times, good times. So, um, Terry says, so prove that to me, both of you. The reputation of this paper founded on scrupulous research. And Lewis says, Perry, I saw it myself. They shot the guy with an RPG, and he didn't turn to dust and spray. And this <laughs> tape thing, it didn't have a scratch on it. The military is developing stuff like this, Perry. If your dad wants to confirm that, so you saw a body, you have pictures after he was hit by a rocket, that's the thing. He survived. We went to look for him in the alley, but by the time we got there, he was gone. And Perry says, very convenient. She says, Perry, this is news. He's wearing a cape. The sign on his back is the same on his shirt, like a tattoo. See, it's like stylized goldfish. Jimmy says, you're looking at the negative face. He's right. It looks like an S, Mr. S. So what does the S stand for? And Lois says, story. So the kid's got, like, an abusive father. and Mm. um, It's very reminiscent of, of like, action comics number one. one, Where, yeah. yeah. Was Uh, this written by Grant Morrison? mm. Yep. And so Lois yes. and Jimmy are in a taxi, and Lois says, Welcome to Metropolis, yesterday's city of tomorrow. Jimmy, I don't know why I agreed to this in the first place, and now we're in the back streets of hell. She, he says, Just let me call Clark to make sure I got the address right. She says, you'll, He says, You'll like Clark. He's cool. He, you loved his blogs. Come on. She, she says, He lives here? Who lives here? She, he says, Clark's the real deal. You'll see. What's going on over there, Jimmy? There's something. And so they see the kid, um, and a train is coming. His foot is stuck in the track. And there, here's old Clarky wearing his work boots, holding the train back. And the kid holds up the cape and goes, I only borrowed it. (laughs) 
And like, I, lo- I love that line. I love that line where he says, I only borrowed it. Yeah. And Lois says, Olsen, tell me you got the shot. And Jimmy says, oh, yeah. And then Clark says, this means a lot to me. Thanks for looking after it. And Lois looks at him adoringly. Adoringly. (laughs) (laughs) And so at the end, she names him Superman. I love it. And then we get the game, which Tej is not wild about. Oh, my God. Yes, I like you end, you should, action comic. Zero, right? New 52. Yeah. I hate the New 52, but I'll say that was an awesome comic, right? Yeah, it right? was. Because they that had all these the, iconic stuff yeah. going on. That is Grant Morrison showing you in one comic who Superman is. Right. You know, in 20, in 20 pages, he, he shows you he just knows who this guy is, right? Right. And you know Grant Morrison loves the lowest the clock, the even Jimmy dynamic, right? Right. And then you go to the game, and I'm like, <laughs> of all the things, of all the things you could end this book with, right? From from Rebirth and all that stuff, right? right? We got some good action comics in Rebirth, right? You choose the game. I'm like, who's the editor in, in DC Comics? Well, they had to is... flub it somehow. Like, gee whiz, you know. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, we did the game. We did the game. We're not, we're not ending it with the game. Okay, we're just ending with Action Comics New 520. <laughs> right. Well, what one would they have used to end it from Rebirth? From Rebirth? Yeah. Oh, I would have, I would have put uh, Action Comics uh, seven seven, uh, not seven seven. Oh, I know. What you you know what they didn't have in here seven seven five. I'm very disappointed about that. Um, which is uh, what's so funny about True Justice and the American Way. Right. Um, I would have put nine seven five in here from Rebirth. <sighs> I know. I have dog things going on here. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. It's okay. Okay. Let's see. <sighs> Where are we at here? We didn't even talk about Batman. <laughs> no, we like Booster Gold, not Selena. Forget it. Talia. Go away, go away, Tony Daniels. Go away. I like Talia. Okay, what are we talking here? No one likes Talia. No one likes Talia. Let's see. We'll go to the DC. Go to the DC Comics website. Your homepage. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. Dun dun dun. Okay. Uh, not that. Are we gonna get? Do we any- have any Superman? Do we have any Superman? I'm looking. Would be Man of Steel, wouldn't it? No, isn't they doing the special things before Man of Steel comes out? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Before I haven't who found knows? anything. Oh well, you know DC don't know who Superman is. You put Superman into the search. They oh, you got a bunch like, of stuff last week. Why would you need anything this week? 
No, you put Superman into the DC Comics search and it comes up with no results. So I'm like, or oh, whatever, you know, that two-year-old that designed those websites. Look at some 12-year-old to do it, I swear. Somebody's nephew. Somebody's nephew? <laughs> what? Why are they promoting metal? Is this thing not over? Okay. What am I doing wrong here? I'm out. Oh, I don't know what just happened to the website, but it's just uh, overlapping with Superman and Lois Lane. Okay. Ooh, okay, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll take it, DC. I'm taking a screen cap to say it's official. <laughs> okay, so... The DC, the DC Comics website has a, a spasm, and it's spasmed on Superman and Lois Lane overlapping. All right, Yay. I'm looking. Action Comics Special number one comes out May 2nd, which is Wednesday. Batman 46 comes out May 2nd. Why? Why? Oh, well, yeah, there, there is a week between Batman issues, so I suppose that's, that's it right. It came out this week. No, 45 came out this week. Yeah, but 46 is coming out next week. Next week? Yes, May 2nd it says here. Yeah, May 2nd is not next week. Next yeah, it week is. is. Oh. Next week is the 25th. Oh, okay. Holly, ah, you want to speed things along here? Yeah, Holly. Okay, Holly. Just telling you. Okay. Poopy. I want. I want. So okay. Wait a minute. Let me look. Uh, so no Superman special, obviously. Oh my goodness! The DC Comics website actually has a get to know Lois Lane special what? for Action Comics. What? Where's that Somebody about? Spasm. Where's that at? Yes. On the home page. Well, for me it is. Mm. It's a okay. nice picture of Lois, actually. Do we get any Superman next week? The 25th. Getting a Titans annual. Trinity 22. Trinity so boring. No Superman, no Let's action see. next week. Okay. No, 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 Batman. No Batman. No Superman. No action. I'll be sleeping next week, Holly. You want to cancel next week's show because we're not gonna have much to talk about. Uh, Yeah, what we gonna talk about? Nothing. How's your day? How was your day? I don't know. How was your day? Now the week after that, it will be what we get on the second, which is Wednesday. And then also Free Comic Book Day, which will be that Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, they got an actual write-up on Lois Lane. Where's she's that? Perhaps the, on the home page. On the home page. I got Captain she's perhaps Cold. the greatest. No. no, I don't know what uh, home page you went. Or maybe DC knows me. Maybe DC knows me. I don't know. Uh, she's perhaps the greatest reporter on the planet. And not just the Daily Planet. Since her first appearance in Action Comics number one. <gasps> so you actually admit she appeared in this comic. Oh my goodness. Lois Lane has found herself at the center of one earth shattering event after another. From her early days reporting on the plights of the common man to taking on the mob to 
to her latest adventures, uncovering mole men or covering the doomsday rampage through her beloved metropolis, she's done whatever it takes to get the story, even when it puts her in danger. Of course, whenever she does find herself in harm's way, with no way out, Superman is there to save her. Who wrote this? Because while she may not have spent years training to beat her colleague Clark Kent to get the byline, she's also spent some of those years in one of the greatest love stories for the ages. Ah, who wrote this? <laughs> the tale of the god who loved the mortal is timeless mythology itself. Woo-hoo! Oh my goodness, they're praising Clovis on the DC homepage. I just had a heart attack. <laughs> It's the same thing that's under her her character too. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just shocked. What a role model, an icon, a hero without a cape. <gasps> wow. Oh my god. This is on the DC homepage. I need to have some water. <laughs> Lois Lane has been an eyewitness to history. And throughout it, her perseverance and reporting has opened the hearts and minds, not the least of which belongs to the Man of Steel. Love may sometimes have blinded her to the obvious that Clark and Superman are one and the same, but it's the same love that has continued to be one of the greatest sources of strength for Kal-El helping him to become the most human alien. What? Oh my goodness. Let me take a screen cap of this before they change it. Keep that for posterity. Well, keep this for just, you know, DC wrote up something on Lois Lane and it's not rubbish. There you go. Okay, so we'll Goodness. skip next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. unless something like mind-blowing happens. Unless, you know, my Blondie actually takes a stand, which I doubt it. Or like, oh, wow. or like Man of Steel 2 gets announced at CinemaCon. You know, true. We could talk about that, you know, if that happens. Yeah, it'll be like we'll a just like minutes. come. It'll be an hour show. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just come on and say like, Warner Brothers shocked us all. I mean, after the DC write up on on Lois Lane, I don't know what can shock me more. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think sure. next week we'll we'll just take a break. Yeah. Yep, because things are going to start happening fast and furious with Man of Steel coming out in May and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be happening so fast, so much, so much. It's going to be happening. Yep. And hey, Free Comic Book Day is on Henry Cavill's birthday. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I just noticed that. You better do something special, like come out with Man of Steel too. And- so for Henry's birthday, we decided we would do that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Henry Cavill comes out. I've decided to take matters into my own hand, and I'm starting my own production company, and I'm going to only make Superman movies. That's all I'm making. All I'm making. Okay. So maybe not next week, but the week after. We'll definitely have a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to thank you for a great show, Taj. I want to thank you, Holly, for celebrating Superman with me. Yeah. 
80 to years. 80 more years. Yes. To 80 more years. And a thousand more action comics. Yep. Exactly. And then, yep. That's what we need. I wish they would do one for Superman, but okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and and only two um, creators acknowledged, or three creators acknowledged Lois Lane was also born on that day. So, shout out to Tom Taylor. <laughs> yep. Tom Taylor's like, Tom Taylor's like, it's not just a man, but it's Lois Lane's birthday. And all I wish for this day is that I get to write you two in your absolute glory. No more injustice. And I'm like, right, please. Um, Kat Staggs, uh, mm-hmm. Dan Jurgens, yep. and Patrick Gleason. Yep. Yep. Those are the only people that knew that Lois Lane also. So, you know, oh, and, and Jason, in, he gave a shout out to Lois. So. Yep. So, yay, Lois. Yay, Lois. She was also born on April 18, 1938. Yeah, she was. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, well, I will see you in a week or two then. Yep. We'll keep in touch, though. Yeah, we will. Let's see what happens at CinemaCon. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully something good. Fantastic. Hopefully. Hopefully something super. Super. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great week or two, and we'll be back. Thanks, We'll be back. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. No problem. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.